All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on in to another brand new edition of the Cinema Lords Podcast. Episode number 21. And this is uh, pretty much the last little thing I got to do. Check off my list, my list of things to do before I head up north for the weekend. Hit the mountains for the first time this year. Do a little snowboarding. Going to be with Lukey Kleinen, who's also with us tonight. He'll be coming up there with us. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Going to be a damn good time. But uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's show, too, before we get there. I'm looking forward to tonight. We've got a, quite a few things to get into, as per usual. Um, we're going to be talking the recent Oscar nominations that just came out yesterday. We're going to be talking about uh, Megan. We're going to be reviewing that because me and Seth were able to catch that, uh, check that out yesterday. We are going to be recapping the second episode of The Last of Us. And we have a couple of other news and uh, little rumor topics to get into as well. So we have a lot to dive into. Uh, before we do that, let's uh, go around the horn real quick. As I just mentioned, on the ones and twos tonight, Mrs. Their, uh, Lukey Baby. What's going on, bud? How are we doing? Doing well, doing well. Thank you uh, for having me back, baby. Uh, pumped to get into some Last of Us and yeah, a little bit of reward stuff. A few surprises that we uh, we weren't expecting on there. But uh, yeah, ready to get into it. Let's do hell it. yeah, hell yeah. And you're fresh off a work trip yourself, right? You just got off a plane this morning? Yep, yep. Had like a national sales meeting for work uh, down in Orlando. Nice. So got a little sun and... Uh, but back back now. Not a bad place for a work trip. Yeah, not too bad. So well, you got you coming fresh off a plane. Then we got my co-host this evening, which, as you can see, fresh fresh out of work. A couple little mishaps, it looks like. Yeah, a little but he's still room. in his work attire. Yeah. This is Seth Rogers. Oh, I just on, I just thought you know Academy uh, Academy season's coming up, so why not you know dress up a little bit more? Let's keep it a little bit more formal on the podcast. Uh, no, not the case at all. Absolute shit show post work, but. Hey, we're here now. The show goes on, and uh, as usual, a lot to talk about. So, Yes, sir. It yes, can only sir. go up from here, because let me tell you, the last three hours have not been very enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> not the greatest way, but we're going to have some fun now. Um, as always, I want to remind everybody that we are on our race to 100 YouTube subscribers. We're getting closer and closer every day. Uh, upon hitting that goal of 100 subscribers, we will be giving out not one, but two different AMC gift cards for $40, thanks to me and Los. Uh, very, very simple. Go onto the YouTube right below us where you're seeing us talk right now. You'll see a little button that says subscribe. Smash that subscribe button and you're instantly entered into the raffle. If you're someone that usually listens on iTunes or Spotify, go on over to the YouTube. It takes two seconds. Click that subscribe button. That's all you got to do. Easiest way you can probably ever win a gift card in your entire life. Just a simple click of a button. Uh, so go check that out now. Uh, from there, let's go uh, right into the topics that I was talking about. News, rumors. I got a couple of things I wanted to talk about. I wanted to start off with a movie that we've spent some time talking about already on this podcast. Uh, it's James Cameron's Avatar 2, The Way of Water. This weekend, crossed over the $2 billion mark. People are expecting to pass uh, both The Force Awakens and Infinity Wars this week. Get to fourth all time on the global uh, box office list. So James Cameron did it again, ladies and gentlemen. The man, he, he talked a whole lot of smack on this run into this movie, man. And he fucking did it again. People show out in droves. People kept talking a lot of shit that, you know, no one remembered fucking any of the characters. He was talking shit about comic book fans. <laughs> there was a lot. But like I said, $2 billion globally, expected to be fourth all time. The guy doesn't miss. Yeah, I'm glad that it surpassed The Force Awakens, but Infinity War, that, that stings. Yeah. That's, that stings. And then it's obviously going to surpass Endgame eventually, too, you know. So that's. Just might. That's going to sting. Just might. Who knows where this thing's going to finish? You, ba- you set, bastard. So. It's done it quick, man. It's been yeah. very quick. Yeah, no shit. Oh, yeah. It's been out what? It's been very quick. Not even two months, probably. No. It was uh, right before Christmas. six weeks. Like December 20th or some shit yeah, like that. Oh, what so the fuck? Literally, like, yeah, four weeks. Oh, my it's already God. Done. Two billion globally. 
I mean, like I said, the guy does not miss, and he, he backed it up. Like I said, he was talking a lot of smack, but the man didn't miss. I, I loved it. I'm trying to go see it a second time. I want to go see it again in IMAX. Luke, have you, you haven't seen it yet, right? No, not yet. No. It's on, on the list, though, for sure. Yeah. I, I thought I was going to watch it on like opening weekend, but it's like three and a half hours or something. <laughs> yeah. But I, got, I don't like, had it's no idea it. when... I could do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. It's definitely a long, yeah. definitely a long one. For but sure. I, I, I have to do that for sure. I'll, it's, it's on the list. I'm definitely, like I said, I'm definitely trying to go see it again. I want to go see it in, in 3D this time. I'm not usually a 3D fan. I, the, the first time I just went in uh, to Dolby Atmos in Fall River, which was still really good and shit, but it made me intrigued to check it out in 3D. I want to see how fucking cool it is. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I want to do that too. So let me know. Yeah, let's let's do we, it. Uh, we gotta, we'll set up a date for it. We'll have to do that. But I'm not really, uh, I'm not that surprised, to be totally honest. I'm, I kind of had a feeling that this movie was going to do really good again. I mean, fucking, just, even when they re-released Avatar in September, it did fucking crazy. Yeah, see, he doesn't, he doesn't have to cheat like he did with the first one and with Titanic and just re-releasing it. Yeah, no. And this, like I said, we This is going to be the old, the old natural number one, uh, highest grossing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, doesn't have to bring it back out 20 wrong. years later or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, too, when we reviewed the movie, I'm fucking... I'm all in now too. Like I'm, I'm all in on the Avatar universe, man. I can't wait for the next one. Fucking, it's already done. They, they shot two and three together, so it's already like in post and shit. Yep. Like I said, he turned in nine hours of footage for the third. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, ridiculous. Turned, yeah, nine hours of footage into his editing team for them to do, and it's just like, yeah, we'll, we'll make the cuts, but we need to make. Like the I was cuts. saying, definitely like the four thirty on a Friday, dumped it off, and was like, yeah, get back to me on a Monday on on how this, yeah. <laughs> on how this was. Damn, it took him a while, so. At least he has something to show for it. Yeah, no doubt. But I think it, I think it's this was twenty twenty two. I think that was twenty twenty four. Yeah, probably same time. Twenty four December. December, December yeah. twenty four, and then December twenty six. I think it's supposed to be Avatar four. Uh, I think he said that he's set for five of them at least. But who knows? At that point, too, man, he's like he's not a young cat. He's got to be like he's got to be in his mid to I'd say mid seventies. JC, yeah, probably. Yeah, something like that. I'd say mid seventies, maybe. I'll check it out. Yeah, look that up for us. Because you figure that's another, be going into his 80s if he makes like an A4 a and A5. Yeah. Says he's 68. Six, okay, so he's all yeah. right. A little bit younger than I expected. All right. Okay. Yeah, oh, so, so, he was, so he was what? Like, like 42, 43 when he dropped the Titanic? Yeah. Good, yeah, for, yeah, good yeah. for you. Yeah. No shit. James Cameron in the water, people. But the guy does not miss. He does not miss. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to going to see it again. But uh, good for Avatar 2. Absolutely killing it. Also going to be something we're going to be talking about a little bit, which is nominations, too. They got nominated. Avatar 2, Way of Water, nominated for Best Picture, which I'm uh, not surprised by because this was kind of a weird year for movies. Yeah. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to look at the uh, the like the like favorites, like betting odds. I, I don't, I don't want to see any like be, like betting odds okay. for who's going to win Best Picture, Best Actor. Because this, this, uh, this time, too, I've never really done it, but I want to take the time to watch all the, especially like the Best Picture. I want to be. Uh, I want to be able to say I, I watched one through ten or however many they are, and like this is my yeah, this is my list. I've already seen probably like six of them, I think at least. Because then you got to figure too, like probably what like ninety percent of them ties in with like best actor in a lead role, yeah. best actress. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's going to be some part. rare occurrences. There's but a couple. There was a couple of random ones. There was one on the. Best lead female actor. Like Angela Bassett's probably going to be. I think she's in for Black Panther two, but I don't think Black Panther two is nominated for picture. So you know you'll get a rare occurrence. But I want to take the time this this uh, this year to watch them and rank them. I I think I've seen like three or four already. Like Avatar, Banshees, Top Gun, Elvis, Elvis. That's four right there. So that might be the four. There you go. You're already yeah. You're already off to a good start. Fieldman's everything everywhere all at once is the one 
I got to I got to watch. Yeah, that's what I have heard nothing but positive things about it. Give me the best looking way you're gonna watch. Give me the four K, the five K, the six K, four K Ultra HD. Whatever you maybe got. pop that thing in the PS Five. Uh, I'll definitely let you borrow that. Uh, we're gonna get to Oscars in actually one second because we're gonna talk about that. But there's one other thing I wanted to mention before we get there, which was something that kind of fucking let me. I was disappointed a bit. Uh, one of my favorite shows, show that I've talked about on here a lot, Cobra Kai. Uh, the two lead writers, Josh Shield, John Hurwitz, put out a message to the fans on social media, um, basically, you know, thanking all the fans and how much this ride has been awesome for them, just like a dream for them. Uh, but they decided that this upcoming season, season six, is going to be the last season for Cobra Kai. Oh, and really? That just fucking broke my heart. Yeah, man. what the hell? Yeah, that really, really disappointed me. I'm not gonna lie. Netflix is selling out, man. I was really disappointed. I don't. I don't think it's their call. Yeah, I don't know. They did say that they uh, that they they did you know like I said they thanked the fans. They said the Miyagi verse and Cobra Kai as a whole. Miyagi verse. Like, yeah, great. that's great. Great. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, that's a good one. Has like never been bigger and stronger. You know what I mean? Which it hasn't. Cobra Kai is huge on Netflix. So they were saying that they uh, they kind of <laughs> left so the door good. open. They said for for more like future stories from this universe. They said from future stories from the Miyagi verse down the road. <laughs> So kind of leaving the That's door open so for them to good. come back and do some fucking... Something Time like travel and quantum realm and things like that. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's fine. I don't know, man. Netflix, they're rubbing me the wrong way a lot. Like, I don't know if you got to talk about it, but we like what we were talking about last week, the like the owner of Netflix like doubled down on saying that he's never... Or they've never canceled the TV show that wasn't successful. And it was like, well, no, you... No, really well, thing to say. Right, like, you're talking about the things that, you know, like, 1899 was, like, one of the top ones. And not only that, like... All right, so you feel that way, fine. So you're going to make a Jennifer Lopez assassin movie yeah, instead? I couldn't believe it. Like, that's not going to be a piece of shit? Yeah. Like, what it. are you talking about? Like, I don't know. They're utterly baffled. Me. They're selling out big time. Yeah. Uh, I do, back to Cobra but I do get, you know, the sense of you don't, some shows, you know, there's been plenty of shows that went on too long. They dragged out. Oh, God. Terrible yeah. endings. Yeah. So there is something to going out on top and leaving the fans wanting more and coming back at a later date and telling, you know, same a different story from the same universe but that just it just kills me i love this show so like one like damn. One, but you, i feel like you know that it's going to be the last season a little bit before before this right yeah, you know before definitely. the last season's coming out you yeah. know you I know like all right there's two more seasons and that's we recapping this last season but it seemed like they introduced some new things that were going to be able to keep this story going for a while you know what i'm saying yeah. because one of the biggest questions i would say personally as someone who loves the show and watches the show is all right it's the all valley tournament that's like the big thing but these kids it's only eight it's under 18 so eventually right. once we turn 18 we have what's gonna happen to when we're over 18 exactly yeah. we have to do something so like i said they introduced something that i was like all right cool i get it this is where we're gonna go now but apparently not we're gonna wrap up this season but like i said well like you know they said really they they left the door open to come back and so they, and they said it collectively too this wasn't like a writer's dis like disagreement no 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 they they literally like i said they they like this whole thing's been a dream for us because they grew up oh, this, Cobra Kai. this uh, reeks there's reeks of netflix and like the direction they're taking i could yeah, be wrong, maybe but. i don't know i mean i'd be shocked because that one i know is a fucking mass sensation like that yeah. one they fucking they're killing it on that yeah one. uh but that you know that disappointed me but i'm now i'm so looking forward to season six i can't even i can't even describe it man i don't no date or anything like that yet but sad yeah, that's sad. tough. Sad, definitely, definitely sad. Friggin' one of the best New Year's I had was watching season four live. Me, Lois, and Steph had a grand old time. With up some dinner, binge watched the whole season as it dropped. Hawk one, fucking all valley, my boy. Let's go. <laughs> but uh, don't forget. That's right. Don't, ever don't forget. you goddamn don't forget. Don't forget, <laughs> baby. 
I'll remind you often if you follow me on Twitter. Uh, from there, let's go into the Oscar talk like we wanted to do. Um, Seth actually kind of mentioned how he was dressing up for the occasion, funny enough. We're going to be doing our own little Oscar show here with the podcast. Uh, I've already been talking to Seth about it a little bit. I think it's going to be me, Seth, and Los. Um, I think we're going to do it late February before the actual Oscar show. Because it's late this year, right? It is. Oh, March 12th. Yeah. March 12th is the date. And we have a very busy March. On top of all the normal things, we have the bachelor party it's, that we're going to be going it, it, to. Yeah. As soon as I get Life. back from the bachelor party, I'm going to Maine for the weekend to see Kirk Minahan in Maine. Right. So my march is booked for doing it afterwards. And right. I think <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have ours come out first before the actual ones anyway. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, I like doing it that way better. So probably looking at the end of February, we're going to book something like that. Going to do a nice Oscar show like we've done for Halloween and Christmas, something like that. Work something out. Um, but we got all the nominations in yesterday. I wrote a couple of the, the major ones, uh, you know, Best Picture, Best Actor, Best, uh, best Actress. But I thought the most important thing to start with was just the most nominations in total. And uh, the one that won was the one we were just talking about, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, 11 total nominations. It's a lot of fucking nominations. Yeah, for real. Yeah. They fucking Best Actress. But not up, something that's like, go. you know, like Star Wars or something, you know what I mean, where you, you got like cinematography and stuff like that. Yep. So just for its own individual movie, getting that many nominations, yeah. Yeah, even just like uh, specific actors and actresses, like they they had Michelle Yeoh was for actress lead in a leading role, and yep. then they had two actresses for supporting role. Yeah, nominated. Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's fucking awesome in the movie. <laughs> and then this other girl, Stephanie Stephanie Sue. Stephanie, yes, she's the okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. HSU, her last name. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. That's a movie I'm definitely gonna be watching again very very soon. It was. Have you, have you seen everything? Uh, I haven't, man. I, I want to see that one too. Uh, I tried watching it recently, but it was like only on the one streaming thing I don't have, Paramount. Oh, okay. But I figured it would come oh, out some Paramount? other way soon. Like I said, so we'll do the other day. I'll holler. At I got one. I got. I got a Paramount too. Yeah. Right. I'll get you on the Paramount. Appreciate you. <laughs> I got you on that Paramount. Though. I think you guys. Actually, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's definitely a weird movie. I'll tell you that. It's like a fun, good time movie. It's very much my kind of movie. I'm actually surprised that it got the love from everyone the way that it's gotten. Uh, but it also, I, I like it too because I, I like it's got a nice, simple kind of simple message at the end of it, which is very cutesy to me. I don't know. I, I loved it. It's um, it's definitely in my favorite pictures for this year. It it might be my favorite. It's either that or well, Top Gun. Nice. That was to compare it to Top Gun, yeah, I know how much you were, you know, we both been raving about Top Gun. So. Uh, Top Gun was awesome. Yeah, so this one's in the same... One and one A kind of deal for me it was yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely like I said I can definitely see how some people might not love it and some not it's not I don't think it's I say I don't think it's for everybody but at the same time it's gotten you know test through the roof people love it it's gotten yeah the best picture it's said, got eleven nominations so people do love it so it isn't just me but I haven't heard a single person that's like yeah here's a take for you I didn't like the movie oh Steph didn't like it. <laughs> I don't know. take her take her you know her word for what it's worth for you but she did not she did not like it. She uh, she gets annoyed with me every time I saw her, you know, how good it was. But Los watched a little bit of it one time. I think he came in for the last like half an hour of it when I was watching it one time. And he was just like, he was kind of just like, but you know, you missed the whole fucking first hour and a half of the yeah, movie. Yeah, that, that, that's no and void kinda, right there. You yeah. walk in a half hour at the end of a movie. Yeah. Uh, but some of the other ones that were towards the top, I was kind of surprised by. All Quiet on the Western Front, a movie that we reviewed on here. Nine little nominations. A little surprising, yeah. A lot, nine. Of, a lot of nominations. Nine nominations. I was surprised. Uh, Banshees of uh, Inner Sharam. Again, we reviewed that one a couple weeks ago. Nine nominations again. 
I'm telling I'm telling you Colin Farrell's gonna win the fucking award for, for best actor in a leading role. It's gonna piss me off. Yeah, I mean, like I could, I I would rather see the the sister who was nominated for a supporting actress win. I would much rather yeah, yeah, see yeah. her get that than Colin Farrell winning for. Like Colin Farrell's gonna win that before Austin Butler wins for for that's Elvis gonna no, that's, like that. that's what that's I'm telling you. I said before, be I'm gonna stick with it. Elvis is number four with eight uh, eight nominations. One of them being Austin Butler for the best. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't fucking Tom Hanks. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no. <laughs> Let me tell you, didn't get nominated in that movie. Tom fucking Hanks. Yeah, I was surprised it even got in for Best Picture. Just that is I, like, that is surprising. Yeah, I, like I said, I liked a lot about the movie, but for me, Tom Hanks brought it down so much that I don't know if no, you he, put it into that. He took a dump. I was surprised by a few of the honestly. I was surprised by a few of the Best Picture nominations this year. Was like I said, this year was a weird year for movies. There wasn't too many like fucking. Amazing, amazing movies, you know? Yeah. Uh, then we got The Fablemans coming in at seven nominations, and then Top Gun Maverick coming in with six nominations. So those are the top six. But all movies that I've seen, for the most part, all movies that I liked or at least were okay with, none of them that I hated. But I was surprised to see Banshees and All is Quiet getting nine nominations apiece. That was. Yeah. Is Top Gun, I didn't, I haven't looked at the breakdown. Is Top Gun more like cinematography and things like that? Or is yeah, it like Tom Cruise's, uh, like Tom Cruise isn't in for best actor? Is nope. He? I saw it was like best adapted screenplay or some shit like that. I saw it was like best, something to do with a song, best like original song, some shit like that. Yeah, right, right. Um, that was two of them. Best picture was three. Uh, I can't remember what the other ones were. There was one I think was not really yeah like Miles Teller is not in on yeah that sounds sounds pretty accurate uh yeah which that one probably should win because that movie fucking did sound oh god yeah awesome um wasn't just because we were in IMAX either no no, it just actually sounded awesome no as soon as we uh, as soon as we sound like saw the trailer for that movie I was just like right said it right then I was like oh we're coming to IMAX yeah I was like that that movie's gonna need to be fucking heard. You can just tell the yeah. jets are gonna be fucking. Thought I was in the cockpit with Tom Cruise for, for a couple fucking scenes. For real, that movie and I. I wished. Sick. I wished I was in the cockpit with Tom Cruise for a couple <laughs> for fucking scenes. I'll be a gun. I'll be a wingman any day. Oh god, uh, yeah. Absolutely, sign me up. Uh, so actually, let's get into what we were talking about. Best picture. Let's see how many of these we chalked off because I want to do the same thing. I want to chalk most of these off myself. Uh, we have everything, everywhere, all at once, which we talked a lot about already. Banshees of Inisherin, which we've talked about, reviewed on the show. Elvis. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water. So you've seen all five of those, have you not? No, not every. I haven't seen everything. Oh, that's everything. Right. Sorry. Yeah, you have. Okay, you've seen All Quiet on the Western Front. Then we had the Fablemans, and I would say, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I would say okay. the four that I've seen, I would say were good, but not like I. I was probably the highest on uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, and I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put it in Best Picture. Category. I can't either. I don't know. It's, very, it's a very good. I thought it was a very good movie. Like I said, I was the highest on it, but that's that's way that's. There were so no. many other movies that I liked way more than that this year. Then like a time, not even questionable. One movie that didn't get any recognition at all, which I'm not surprised by, but it was a very solid movie. Was the outfit? The outfit's something I want to go back and rewatch too from this year. That was really fucking good and surprisingly good, and it didn't get any love at all in the nominations, which I was surprised by. Which I thought that was way better than actually a lot of the movies on here. All Quiet on the Western Front. Banshees. Banshees, yeah, Banshees, better than the Fablemans. Uh, Tar is one that I have not seen, but people have talked highly about it. That one I definitely gonna be checking. I don't even know anything on that one. I don't know too much about it either. That one I think might be based on. I think it, I could be wrong, but look, if you want to Google the synopsis yeah, on that, one, or at least like who the fucks in it, I think <laughs> that one might be like a like a biopic. I could be wrong though. Um, let's see. Renowned musician Lydia Tarr is days away from recording the symphony that will elevate her career. 
When all elements seem to conspire against her, Lydia's adopted daughter, Petra, becomes an integral emotional support for her struggling mother. Interesting. So, well, doesn't sound like and my... It's like tar with, a, with, with an accent over the, over the A. I believe like, so. It's not yeah, just tar. Yeah. Oh, it's the one, Kate Blanchett's... Uh, she's nominated. Yeah, she's the one that's getting it for this one, yeah. Yeah. Kate Blanchett. So it's a psychological drama. Yeah, I've heard good things about that one. Uh, I'm going to check that one it's out. Al- is this... It says I only Al- have three. Now as I'm looking at this, I only have three to watch. And that's one of them. It says Alec Baldwin. This isn't the, the movie where he, he accidentally shot the producer or something, right? I don't think it might so. be. Huh. I don't think so. Because I don't even think that movie... Because like you would have to take... Yeah, take probably take a huge step back for production and yeah, all that. So, I yeah, so. I doubt it. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Triangle of Sadness. This one's another one that looks interesting that I've seen. I've heard good things about, too. I think this one's supposed to be like a dark comedy, if I'm not mistaken. I know it's got a good cast, too. Um, ooh, this is my mind, though. I know it's... I've seen... Uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. There. there you go. So I know it's got a pretty good cast, I thought. Was it just him? That's really it. Not even yeah. just people that I can see off the names. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this person. That one intrigued me as well. I've heard good things about that one, too. The only one... The the other, the last one on the list is something I literally haven't heard about from anyone, read about. I have no idea what it is. Women talking. Not a clue at all. Have no idea who's in it. No idea what it's about. No idea if it was even in theaters. If it was in just you know select theaters, which I'm guessing is probably what it was. No idea though. Yeah. So I have three of those. To Rooney check Mar out. is the only one. Francis McDermott's in there too. What's that one about? Um, women in an isolated religious colony struggle to reconcile with their faith after a series of sexual assaults. Okay. So that's that sounds like I don't want to sound bad, but that sounds like something that was made to try to win win awards. Win yeah, awards. especially right now, recency. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. I could see that. I haven't. Like, please seen, don't take that the wrong way. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard a single thing about that movie. But I only got three to check out. I'll probably try to bang them out before uh, before awards season comes. But from there, I mean, if I look at those movies, to me, that's uh, it's a runaway to me. I, I think that Top Gun, Avatar, and Everything Everywhere All at Once are basically. Head and shoulders above the rest of these movies. Yeah. Like, by just an absolute landslide. That's to me. I know you didn't love Avatar that much, but I think the thing is. No, I mean, it's still, you know, I'm. On a higher level of movie. Yeah. But I'm an honest man. Like, I could see it. You know, it's got to get the, you know, again, cinematography and screenplay, things like, you know yeah, what I mean? It's like, it's got to fucking do it all. It's got to check all the boxes. And I feel like the street movies fucking. They didn't miss. Yeah. I mean, we're probably going to jump ahead, but that, you know. Going into best actor, like I, I haven't seen the movie and I want to, but th- th- there's got to be one guy you got to root for, right? Brendan Fraser. Got to root for Brandon Fraser winning. Winning. I mean, I, I, I've talked about it a lot. I'm trying for Austin Butler to win as Elvis. I mean, I, yeah. I thought he became Elvis in that movie. I thought he absolutely nailed it. I mean, I thought he fucking he did. Nailed it. Yeah, for sure. I, just, I don't know. Brandon Fraser making a huge comeback story. I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I haven't seen the whale either, but I fucking I've heard good things about that one as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, for those best picture, those three come out to me, jump right ahead. When we do our own award show, we're going to be able to kind of have our own, you know, I'm going to think we're just going to be able to pick a winner kind of thing and maybe have our, uh, honorable selections after that. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Something kind of like that. We're not going to have to pick from whatever's on here if you have something different kind of yep. thing. Yep. Yep. Did you guys have any snubs? I think, think, uh, anybody's missing from the list or? I mean, based on this list, I don't know. Like, it's weird to me. Like, uh, there's a lot of things that I personally like I, a lot more than a lot of these movies. You know what I mean? I think that, yeah. like I said, the outfits one that was really good. It was just a really solid movie, solid performances. Everything about it was good. It had a great little twist in it. Um, 
I mean, to me, even Black Panther could be on here. I had a couple of these. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like Black Panther more than The Fablemans. I like Black Panther way more than All Quiet on the Western Front. I liked it more than Elvis. I liked it more than Banshees. Um, Did you see the menu? The menu, yep. We did. We actually talked about the menu about, uh, was it last week, two weeks ago? The menu was freaking awesome. That's a great call, Luke. The menu should definitely be on this list ahead of most of those movies. Yeah. And then, uh, I love the menu. Uh, Prey, I think, was this year also, right? So yeah. I thought that was a good movie. Could have yeah, won, won some I like random Prey. award. I liked Prey. I think we're definitely going to be doing something for streaming, too, in, a, in our award show. You know what I mean? <laughs> Having a, just, like a, just like a streaming award, something like that, a movie show, yeah. something like that. You get so a, there was a few good uh, movies. You're going to kill me for this, but. Best score. The Batman should be on for best score. It's not. No, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, one of the only things that we did do pretty good was the score, right? Yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. we can we can disagree about the movie all day, but if you didn't like the score, like yeah, that, yeah, that, that, was yeah, the, yeah. that was the that was cool. the, that would be yeah. the breaking point for me. I'm surprised that's not on there. Yeah, definitely. Actually, I would say you're right about that. Batman got snubbed a lot, which I'm glad because I thought the movie. I mean, yeah, you know, I love the movie, but you know, Robin Pattinson should definitely not be nominated for fucking best actor. Or Could have been your boy Colin Farrell for supporting Paul actor. Right, yeah. Penguin. Yeah. He came, I mean, he looked fucking, he looked nothing like Colin Farrell. Even though they crazy. get anything for like best makeup or something, like, even that's like, Ooh, I don't how know. the fuck do you not know it's fucking, you'd have no idea that it's Colin Farrell. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, there, there is a makeup category for sure. Oh, uh, Elvis, is in, Elvis is disqualified because of fucking Tom Hanks. <laughs> like, they're on there, but like, you're disqualified for what you did to Tom Hanks. You lose. Not a yeah, chance. Yeah, he, he did look funny in that movie. Uh, like Seth was just talking, best actor. We got Austin Butler, Elvis, Colin Farrell, Banshees of Irish, uh, Irishim, Irishim, in a in in a in a Brendan Fraser, The Whale, uh, Bill Nye, The Living, which I haven't seen or heard anything about again. And then Paul Meskel was the kid that we talked about a little bit last week. He just got cast in Gladiator 2 uh, from the After Sun movie that I actually mentioned last week, which I actually said last week that I had never heard of it then. And I still really haven't heard of it now, but I'm going to actually check it out just because he's in Gladiator. But to me, in that list, I like I said, I, I do, I get what you're saying. For cheer for Brendan Fraser, great comeback story. I, I'd want to see the movie too. If the movie fucking stinks, I'd be like, all right, you know. I think it did pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, I've, I've heard fucking. It's a weird story though. Yeah, it wasn't a. Isn't a? I can't think of her name. Like Ani, the one who played Marilyn Monroe. That like that movie got shit on, and isn't she in there for best actress? I believe that that's one of the other. Yeah, but yep, that movie got destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah, people said it was like the most painful watch. (laughs) Not just it was a bad movie; like it was like ripped apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People said it was also like some. I mean, there's always the people that are like super, super, super uptight. No matter what the movie is, they're like, oh my god, like they said the f word one time, and there's children in the movie. This is horrible. Not from what I heard for that one. Yeah, no. For this one, people were just like, "This is basically almost like torture porn in some scenes." Yeah, like, this is fucked up. Yeah, whoever directed this movie is a problem. You're a freak. Yeah, yeah. you've got issues, dude. <laughs> um, but like I said, to me, Austin Butler jumps off the page in that category for me for best actor. I mean, I, he came, he like became fucking Elvis. I've been listening to Elvis like crazy at work with him because of that movie. Yeah, but I thought he killed it. I, I don't think anybody could have done a better job. I'm very excited to see him in Dune Two now. I. uh Time to take off, yeah. Yeah. Time to take off. Did you um, catch his speech at the Golden Globes? Yeah. He sounds like Elvis. He sounds like Elvis now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. His head's like broken. (laughs) He can't get out of character now. (laughs) I did see that. That was funny. Uh, I think Barstool was fucking joking on him for that kind of same thing. Just like, this dude yeah. doesn't, this dude's lost. Like, he doesn't know who he is and where Elvis starts and where Austin Butler starts anymore. 
And you know what I was? I don't I think we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago, but Rami Malek, he did he did win for Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. So like, if that's I thought so, if that's the equivalent, then Austin Butler should definitely be mm. the front runner, if not you know one of the top two or three to win Best Actor because they're, they're uh, yeah. very. I thought they're very equivalent. Like Rami Malek did a fantastic job, and so did Austin, Austin Butler. Butler. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's a good call, actually. I like that. I think Austin Bolo, if you were talking about the betting odds earlier, I would be surprised if he's not the favorite. I'm telling you, it's going to be Colin Farrell's boring ass. Yeah, <laughs> that would be tough. If Banshee's cleans up, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, let's do Best Actress. We got Anna de Armas, who we just mentioned, from her role in Blonde, which I have not seen, but decided Don't not want to. The <laughs> Don't want to still. Uh, Kate Blanchett and Tar, which we just talked about a little bit ago in the Best Picture category. We got Andrea Riseborough uh, for Two Leslie. Don't know what this one is again. No idea. I'm going to have to look into that one, though. Uh, Michelle, Wilbon, uh, yeah, Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. You think that was worthy? Or? No. no. That's like right away. That was one of my things. I was just like, she was fine, but like there was nothing about her in that movie that she was like, wow, it was fucking what an amazing yeah. performance. She's got uh, a couple, too, right? I feel like she's been nominated a couple times. Yeah. Uh, it's the one with Casey Affleck there. Um, is it, it's not Manchester, by the way. Yeah. Was she in there for that Manchester one? I think she might have won. I think she might have. Yeah. yeah, I think she might have. Uh, and then Michelle Yeoh, last but not least, for everything, everywhere, all at once. To me, that's I haven't seen the Tar movie, so I'm gonna check that out. I guess I'll have to look into Two Leslie too. But out of the ones that I've seen, which I guess is just that, and actually the Fablemans, I haven't seen Blonde either. But Michelle Yeoh was fucking awesome in everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, just awesome. Wicked, like cracked me up so many times, and she had a, I feel like a funky role to play and shit. I mean, there's parts of that movie where she, like, turns into, like, fucking Neo, basically, from The Matrix for a little while. Really? <laughs> it's crazy, man. The movie's fucking nuts. It's a good-ass It's a good -ass time. I think you I think you guys are both going to enjoy it, I think. Especially, yeah. I have a feeling Luke's definitely going to enjoy it. Oh, that's Paramount, too, yeah. You, I'm 50-50. Um, I don't know. It's fair. Yeah, no, it seems like it's my kind of thing. All the parallel universe, like, crashing yeah. of, yeah. They do a good job with it, too. And the movie's just, dude, it's funny. There's a few times where you're just going to be kind of, like, laughing and shaking your head, like, what the fuck is going on right now? Kinda, you know what I mean? Just, oh, yeah. this is ridiculous. <laughs> but it is, like, in a fun, it's, like, in a fun, goofy way. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Like I said, it's very much a movie for me. I'm surprised that people will love it as much as they are, but I'm happy that they are. Um, but, yeah, like I said, uh, end of February, we're going to be doing our own, you know, little Oscar show here at the podcast. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be a good time. We're going to do our own awards. Yeah, it'll be enough time for me to catch up on these two. Yeah. We're gonna, like I said, we're gonna be able to, it's going to be a lot more free form. You know <laughs> what I mean? So you're going to be able to put your own movie list together and shit like that. You know, we'll, do our, we'll create some of our own awards, like I said. You know what I mean? A streaming thing like that. Uh, we're going to have some fun with it. You know what I mean? I like the idea Got of dressing up, getting snazzy for the pot. I like that. Um... Yeah, we're going to have some fun with that. Like I said, end of February. Oh, it was, I, I fucking love the Oscars. I love them. I can't Who's hosting? Myself. I think it's Jimmy Kimmel. Nice. Pretty sure. Is he, yeah? Love that. Yeah, I'll, I'll confirm, but. Love that. Much better than last year. Last year was tough. They haven't really done a great job lately, I feel like, yeah. with hosts. Yeah. 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 Yeah, last Jimmy. Last year was really long. It's going to be Jimmy. Jimmy Kimmel? Yep. I like that. I like that. Yep. That's Jimmy's it. funny. Jimmy's witty. I, I like Jimmy. I like that. It'll be good. Yep. He's going to have a tough one to follow up after, uh, wasn't last year the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing? No, that was at, uh, what was that at? Yeah, it was at the Academy Awards. Definitely oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he won, la he, he won later yeah, for the right, Vetus and right, Serena, right. Serena movie. That's right. That's right. 
I have a feeling he'll make a, a million jokes about it, though. He's not someone to... True, yeah. yeah you know, he, he, he's got... Like, I don't think it's, like, legit beef anymore, but he's always had a battle with, like, Matt Damon. Like, they're, they're definitely going to do something with, like, Matt... Yeah, Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel. I don't think... I think that the beef has been squashed, but they used to, like, not like each other at all. I think I remember seeing... I think, like, it has to do with, like, Sarah Silverman getting involved, too. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. They're going to recreate that at all. It's definitely going to involve Matt Damon. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. But yeah, yeah. No, that's a good call, Luke. That's a good call. I thought, I thought Or some kind of nod to it. Those are a nod to it. I, I, yeah. I feel like that was already a year ago. That's crazy. Wow. That is fucking crazy. That uh that movie was pretty good though. And I'm not I'm not a Will Smith fan at all, but that movie was fucking pretty decent. Yeah. Pretty decent. Uh from there, let's go to our review from Megan. Yes? Yeah, we can get into it. Let's do it. Uh so this is a movie that I was actually excited to check out because this one's kind of like i've talked about a lot on the show i'm very much like up my alley like i like especially the horror genre i like the goofier like slasher mm. you know and even like scream like i said scream is my favorite horror movie of all time but that one's comedy horror you know what i mean constant jokes <laughs> yeah some laughs at itself sometimes shit like that i love chucky same thing i like the comedy slasher fucking thing so this movie was right up my alley right from the trailer it looked like a fucking just outrageously fun and goofy time so i was looking forward to seeing it uh, checked it out last night, and I was entertained the entire time. The entire time I was entertained. I thought it was fucking. I thought it was funny. I thought that definitely funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought there was a couple times where I was like, "Oh shit, that was like that was a little creepy." You know what I mean? I wasn't like yeah. fucking freaking out, scared or anything like that. But I was definitely. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. There were a couple times I was not not like ah, just like in my apartment, <laughs> like you know, in the fucking fetal position. But there were definitely a couple of times when I was like. Oh shit! Oh, I was like, oh my god, dude. Yeah, no, no doubt. And it fucking, I thought it did a good job of like balancing the scales. Like, there are a couple things that I would have liked it to do that I think could have made it a little bit better. Like, I would have liked first and foremost, I would have liked for them to go. I know that they were targeting teenagers, even with like the trailers and stuff, with her doing like the TikTok dances mm-hmm. and stuff. So they kind of wanted to get that demo in the theater. If they had pushed it to that rated R though, and they had gone with a little bit more blood and gore and a little bit heavier on the kills, you I fucking liked that. you have to make this movie rated R. Yeah, you, you had to. Yeah, I agree. Had to do it. Yeah, because it feel I mean it feels so much like a modern day Chucky, and like Chucky does not hold back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Chucky's brutal. He's violent. Yeah. So I just feel like if they could have just upped the kills a little bit, a little bit more blood and gore, I would have liked it that much more. Yeah. And then the other thing that was, was the that number one thing for me for you, yeah, number one. The other thing for me was that while I did a good job with it, the movie's actually like, it's actually like a fairly serious tone throughout the vast majority of the movie. Yeah, there are like a couple of scenes here and there where it gets goofy, you know what I mean? But for the, the overall tone of the movie's like pretty serious. Yeah, it's I mean? like it's like we're trending this way. Yeah, <laughs> like based on whether it's toys or like you know just scientists making robots, like yeah, for sure, we're potentially trending this way. Oh, they did a great job with the tech, just as far as how like you know it would be connecting to everything, all the Bluetooth. Like, the, yeah, think about how like the Alexa speakers work. You know what I mean? Yeah, Actually, yeah. It's, it's the same thing basically. Yeah, um, but I think this would they did a good job with it, and like I feel like it was a if you look at like the plot of the movie, it's a hard thing to do almost so seriously. But they did a good job with it. I would have liked them to be a little bit more goofy. Not like too much, not over the top, but just a little bit yeah. more of that goof factor, yeah. you know what I mean? Either one way or the other. Either goofy or gory. Yeah, I, I would have liked a little bit of both. Because like it was a little, both. like definitely one, number one for me was you got to make it rated R, and then the second one was that, initially I thought it was too long, but I think if you replace, if you replace some scenes with just 
somebody getting killed in a gory way. Yeah. I think it ended up like the the whole length of the movie would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there were a lot like the beginning of it is just like was like just like way too long fucking dragged on to me. Yeah. Oh, all right. But like I said, if, if I think if they would have kind of took off running with like it being gory kills and things yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. I think that would have it did take a it did take a good amount of time uh, watching wise for her to like the doll to actually. And when it got going, it was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when that fucking one of the ones I was talking about, where I was like actually creeped out. That thing fucking running through the woods the the way that it did yeah, yeah. with that with all Jason. Like, dude, that was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. terrifying, <laughs> dude. I was like, oh my god. Looked like the little girl from the ring there. And that yeah. Scene, the second one when she's climbing up the fucking <laughs> rubble and her right. legs are like going over her head. That scared though. I was a kid. That shit scared the fuck out of yeah. me. Like, Holy shit. That oh, was yeah. that was terrifying. Coming into like a spider monkey, dude. Yeah. Horrifying. Oh, like you know, like a pri- like a prime example. Like going back to the rated R, like the when with the neighbor, the way the neighbor dies. Yeah, yep. Like I don't want to get into spoilers, but like if you if you expanded that into rated R, oh, yeah, I think it would have been a lot more. A lot more brutal. Like ooh, yeah. like yeah, like definitely. Like that gross. was yeah, that was like a cool idea for a kill actually. But it was can't, yeah. Like, show the gore really. But you could have showed what like how it was going on to where yeah. if you made a rated R, you could have showed like right. what was happening. Yep, yep. Makeup could have done that. And really the easy. fucking the the main actress, dude, what is she from? She's from Get Out. She's the girl. Thank out. you. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god, dude, that was driving me crazy the whole movie. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I was like, what is? It's one of those you're watching. And you're like, what is? What are you from? Yeah, like, well, I know I, you're I from liked something. her. I thought she did a good job. She did. And then the. Whatever. The kid's the second main stunk. character. Oh, I love her. I thought she so she's, oh, from, she's from the haunting of Hill House. I love her. I think she's great. The kid's stunk. Oh, uh, I think she's a fucking I think she's awesome. I think she's gonna be traumatized. I was actually me and Luke were joking about that a little bit before the show started. So she's from the Haunting of Hill House. She plays Oh, she yeah, 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 yeah. When they have like the flashbacks of them as kids. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. She's uh one of the like yeah, one of the siblings. So fucking and she's all I mean I, again, I think she's awesome in that because her adult character's probably the most fucked up out of all of them she's like uberly depressed mm-hmm. so she's already kind of signed she like they show her as a child and like it's a tough role to play you know what i mean yeah um but i'll yeah, Luke, like she does that which is the whole show is wildly depressing and traumatizing and then she's in here and i was saying how the opening scene her parents die so yeah jesus right. christ this yeah. poor girl is gonna be fucking 12 years old and fucking depressed as shit She's, rolled, she's definitely man. depressed, no doubt about it. Yeah, no, she, she, <laughs> like she, all she does is play. She has to play sad a lot. Yeah, and that's that's good, the case. She did a good job. I think she's good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's always tough. Child actors are tough, and doing I think horror is even tougher. I feel like, but yeah, especially when they're that much of a main main Mean, focus. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, that's like the there's a there's a there's a framework there. I think that could have been for this movie. Like the the formula's there. I think they just gotta. A couple more variables in there. Yeah. Whether it's like, like I said, make it like, why not just make that rated R? Definitely. What What was holding you back from making a PG thirteen? I got. I don't. I think it was because I think it's just money. I think that's the that thing. Like a horror end. movie in January. Yeah. So they're like, I think all right, well, we're just gonna to get teenagers at the yeah. theater. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah. I'm Friday sure there was. I mean, think about us. That's all. I feel like I used to go to the fucking right. movie theater. Yeah. Every other weekend. I'm sure there was. You know, what I you mean? know, nothing else out really right now. Yeah. So exactly. it probably did its job. Yeah, I'm sure it did. That's already greenlit for a sequel, Megan 2.0. Sequel <laughs> <in the works. laughs> 
which uh, I'm in for a sequel. I'll make watch an, the second make one. Make an Android 2.0. If you like, if you had just shown me like this, like actually, well, the first time I saw this trailer before any review had come out from anybody at all, I would have been like, dude, that's going to be the biggest pile of trash. Yeah, right. And then once people started saying they're like, it, it fucking works. Like it shouldn't work, but it works. And I was like, all right. People were saying this is pretty good. Like I went into it open minded, and I like I said, I enjoyed it. I came away. I said, uh, what I said, seven point nine, seven point nine. Well. That's pretty yeah, yeah. I was entertained throughout, and like I thought, they did a. I thought they just did a good job. I was like I said, R rating, big thing. Yeah, a little bit more gore would have been good. It just goes back to just we're talking about any movie. It's just it's all expectations going into the movie. Definitely. If they, like this one, this is a prime example. The expectations are at, at the floor, so if it exceeds it a little bit, like it, it gets a boost. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's when you go into it, and your expectations are way up here. That's when you. That's when your fucking heart breaks. Absolutely. So yeah, it was um, like six point one, six point two, is what I would have it. Yeah, like I said, there, there's a there's a formula there. I yeah. just wish they would have, wish they would have made it a little bit, you know, more variables in the formula. Maybe they'll take your advice for two point oh. Maybe yeah, I could see two point oh being a little bit heavier uh, now that we kind of. Because, like I said, the first one took a little bit to kind of get going, but that's because they had to, like, kind of introduce why, like, you know, introduce this doll being made and all that shit, how it works, et cetera, et cetera. Introducing it to the character she's going to be friends with kind of thing. So there's a lot of almost, like, story to, like, get going. So now that we've already done that, if we just bring the same characters back, we just 2.0, we can kind of just get right into the slashing and dashing, you know what I mean? Yep. Kinda maybe maybe, she's, maybe there's a couple more of them coming out or whatever, you know? Yeah. Just making clones. Yeah. We uh, definitely would be interested. I'm interested. I'll be there. I'm there's enough there. For a yeah, movie. there's enough there. I can be back, especially once it came. It comes to streaming. You know what I mean? I'm just fucking what else are we doing? Yeah, chilling. Yep. Nothing like tossing on a nice little movie. Yep. Now let's get into the real stuff. Let's get into the good stuff. Last of Us episodes two this past Sunday, and another absolute banger of an episode in my opinion. I thought it absolutely, was dude. Friggin' awesome. Absolutely loved it. All three. What, what were your What were your episode one thoughts? Well, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I heard heard your guys' episode from last week too, but really agreed with you. Like they did a great job of getting us to buy into Joel's daughter, like as a main character. Like not knowing how the game goes, I I thought it was she was going to stick around for a while. I didn't know exactly how it was going to happen, and uh, but she really made us care about her, and that was a brutal death, yeah. and set it up really nicely. Um, I also was listening to the. Uh, the companion podcast that HBO puts out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were saying that they actually planned on it being a shorter episode initially. They were going to end it right after it flashes forward to current time and Joel tosses that that kid's body in the into the pit, into the like pit the, or the yeah, fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they decided to make it make it a really long episode and make sure they got all the way to Ellie, and get her introduced, and uh, I thought that was a, a good call too. That's definitely the right decision. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely the right call. And uh, you guys, you guys should check out that podcast because it's. Uh, I was telling Nick, the host is the guy who did Joel's voice. That's awesome. Oh, on no the video game. Nice. That's awesome. And then the two guests each time have been the uh, the showrunners, which is Neil like, like Nick was saying. Yeah, the, the guy who wrote the game. Yeah, and then also the guy who. Uh, Chernobyl. Oh shit! Nice. So it's a, it's a pretty cool combo. They have a lot of good insights. Uh, I'll have a couple things as we go through this episode that I uh, that they brought up for uh, this last episode. But nice. It's worth checking out. I'm, I'm definitely gonna check it out. It's I not too long either. All week at work. So. Are they are they just coming up with these uh, these prologues on their own? Like obviously I know last last yeah, season, no, last week was one. So this is this is another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, these prologues are are 
unbelievable. Like the whole show is unbelievable. Yeah, but really these good. prologues are fucking awesome. Really good. They like set the tone perfectly. I feel like right. I was saying because me and Luca talked about this a little bit too before the show started. But I feel like it's real. Like they do a good job of like grabbing the audience and try almost like trying like hey like focus. <laughs> things yeah, are right. things are intense and not good. So yeah. like pay attention. You know what right. I mean? Like, setting the tone yeah. for the show. And it's back to back people where they they show their experts obviously in their field and yeah. like they. Both of them. Would this one, this one more than last week, but like they genuinely show like their their concern yeah. for like how how much this is spread. No doubt. Yeah, she had like no hope immediately. She was terrified. Yeah, she's like, I just want to go home yeah, to my yeah. family. Like bomb, bomb, bomb the city. I yeah. just want to go home yeah, to my crazy. family. Was, I was, was like, a good. That was a crazy, crazy, crazy. Scene. Holy shit! Yeah. And I just love too. It goes back to like just how they made the video game. But um, yeah, I think I said it on this podcast. I'm not a big the whole zombie thing. I think is I don't want to say outdated, but it's very generic, you know, it. like how it spreads. This is just totally different totally the way different. the way that it the way that the virus spreads. So I just I love that one. I'm, it makes it that much better for me yeah, too. Definitely, it's not just the generic. Like I said, like you get bit by a zombie and and that's it. Or it's not we're waiting until nighttime to move yeah, yeah, because yeah. And, the, and the zombie's just like moving through the nighttime. It almost is like kind of like Fallout for me a little bit. Two episodes in a row I'm seeing, which is like the camps and things like that, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. they're they're open in the daytime and things like that. So. Yeah, I've, I've two for two for me for sure. My biggest things for this episode that like really like <laughs> maybe kind of like on like in all like just kind of dropped my jaw a little bit. The first like the actual scenery in this episode was oh another fucking another one like the the car crash in the last one like HBO just dropped their pants on this one like yeah. another one they just absolutely just pulled their pants down just like, them walking through the city oh, dude yeah, that was just no. like the fucking the cars the destruction the foliage like how it's yeah. every like there's a couple shots where like there's one shot where they're just like walking they show like a restaurant and it was a clear like outdoor seating kind of thing and it was like, ta- like tables were still out and shit but there was just like a whole layer of moss over like the whole table yeah. Yeah. all around like the cups and it just like it looked so fucking perfect. I was just I literally feel like I'm playing the game all over again, just like without a controller in my hand. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. I'm watching a cinematic version of it. I just thought that they absolutely smashed it out of the park. I thought it was it looked fantastic. And then I thought the second thing to me was that the biggest thing you know with these games, you, you'll fall in love with a lot of different people and stuff. But Ellie's you know kind of the star of the show. And this episode was I thought this the start like a, a lot of a lot of big like sparks of that. Yeah, the I was first signs of her being the very like charismatic, lovable character that she's going to yeah. be. And I was falling in love with somebody else too. So then, by the time that that, that it ended, I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, no. Like, uh, no. Oh no! Yeah, I said last week you were like, "Did you say?" Uh, I think when we were getting wrapping up. You were like, "Do you think next week's going to be like a filler episode?" I was just like. If what I think's gonna happen next week, boy, people are in for a shock yeah, because no. it's gonna be a doozy. The only thing I was feeling was my fucking popcorn, dude. My bag of popcorn watching it. That, yeah. was, that was the only thing I was feeling. Yeah, good, good ending again. Good, good yeah. ending again. Two, two episodes and two brutal deaths. Two like, brutal, yep. Like top two characters, like top three people, yeah. you know? Right. At least the first one, it's like, you know, tw- obviously you know how much of how much it means to Joel, but like there's like 15, 15 minutes of it. But this one's like the whole the whole episode. So you're like, all right, I can see it going forward. They're going to be a major character, and, the, and it's like, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that last what the fuck like eight minutes of the episode. So just but not mad. Thing. You're not mad that they died. I'm like, oh, that's stupid. Right. It was just like starting to get emotionally attached to them. Yeah. yeah. HBO does it, it again. They ripped it from my soul. First yeah. the red wedding. Now they're yep. killing all our favorite people. Oh yeah, this show is going to be tough as far as attachment goes. I would say I, I wouldn't get attached to too many people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would not get attached to too many people in this show. Uh, but let's dive in here. Episode two, infected, entitled. Not a 
much shorter episode title than last week. I was, uh, all right, well, not much there. Uh, but we open up Jakarta, Indonesia, which was referenced in the first episode over the radio. So we know that shit's going to be going down here. And we have a, another cold open like we were kind of talking about. Uh, so police, you know, enter into this restaurant. They go over to the hostess, say, you know, kind of, we're looking for this person. Girl points to the back. And they get this little old lady. They toss her into the back of the car. Not toss her into the back of the car. She was arrested. But, <laughs> get but the hey, fucking bag. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, do you mind coming with us kind of thing? She didn't really have a choice. Yeah, yeah. So when she's in the car, she's kind of like, hey, like, you sure you got the right person? If I committed the crime, they're like, no, 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 no. So it turns out she's the professor at a local university. She's pretty high up in her field, and they need her help with something. So we see that we're going to go to this little science laboratory, and the police is going to give her, like, a little sample to look at under a microscope. And she's going to right away identify it as the same fungus that the two scientists were talking about in episode one on that talk show. So she's like, you know, like, what's, like, the big deal? Like, why are you having me look at this under a microscope? This isn't anything special kind of thing. He's like, well, that's because we pulled it off of a human body. And she's just like, what you mean? Like, like it can't grow on human body kind of thing. Exactly like, again, the scientists were talking about in episode one. So she's like, oh, fuck moment right there for her right away. So then so, we see Something's her. not right. Yeah, yeah she's exactly. Like, something's not right. We see her get all, like, we suit her all up in one of those, you know, basically like an astronaut. That has mad suits. Has yeah. suits. Yeah, there you go. Like me cleaning out that trash barrel that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like I was going through fucking Chernobyl and that fucking thing, dude. <laughs> Respirator on. That thing definitely had radioactive fucking Ooh, Yeah, it did have radioactive shit. And that could have started a fucking plague, dude. My Lord have mercy. We almost had a real life last of us in that. Yeah, no shit. It would have been started right here at 10 Street because of fucking me. Hell, that would have been nuts. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> But uh, she goes in and she's inspecting the body that they pulled this sample from. And it turns out this dude was bitten on the leg. She, like, cuts into it. And right away, she's just like, oh, fuck, this is bad. She fucking gets out of there real quick. And then her and the police officer are going to have a quick little chat. He's going to be like, all right, so, you know, like, fucking, we need you to kind of come up with a vaccine or a medicine. He's saying that this whole thing started from this little field. And, like, this one dude, you know, got crazy, bit four of the people. They said that they brought him in to, like, basically keep an eye on him to see how they were going to, like, handle it and shit. They all went berserk crazy. They had to execute him. And then she was like, has anybody else gone, like, missing from there? And, like, 14 other co-workers have gone missing from there. So she's like, oh, shit. Oh, this. no. So, yeah, she she's already like, this shit's rampant. Yeah. She's like, bro, they're... And this is what you were kind of talking about. This is where I think a real intent. She's like, there's no medicine. There is no vaccine. Because yeah. I was just like, so... What should we do then? Bomb. Bomb the city. Bomb Bumble. the city. La Bumble. Bomb everybody in here. And I was just yeah. like, oh, fuck. She doesn't even like think there's hope to even try to find a cure. She's just like, we are so fucked right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, cure. Like, like, no, yeah. fuck you. Bomb the city. Out of all the people that might have some idea on like, how to fix it, she's just like, we have so... We're Blow here. it up. Yeah, yeah. we're so fucked. No as chance. As fast as you can. Because the yeah. longer you wait, the more chance that those 14 have to go out, spread it. Those people have to leave the city. You know what I mean? You got to get on it fucking quick. Yeah. There's no it's, time to be wasted. It's so nice, too, the way they, they had it, too, because it's not like like the in that scene where she's inspecting the body, like she opens the mouth. And, like, I'm on the edge of my seat because I, I don't know if you what, like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, like, all right, this thing is going to wake up, fucking bite her hand off or something. And then, you know, she's going to be possessed. But then she just opens the mouth and that's when these, like, the fungus starts the coming fungus. out of her mouth yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So they're like... Wow, but even still that I'm on the edge of my seat that I thought, thought that thing was going to come to life and bite well, her fingers off when she pulled it out it like it was like it was almost like a, um, you know like she would see like, a, like a, those water like on the ocean, the ocean documentaries like the little bacteria thing yeah yeah, yeah right because it yeah. was like moving the littlest bit it was almost yeah. like it was fucking like it yeah. could like it was alive yeah you know what I mean yeah 
So it, it did look like it was almost fucking like moving and shit. Yeah, it, like right. reached out for her. Yeah, like, definitely was. Yeah, yeah. And then right. she just like throws the shit down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to go for it like it, she, like the guy's cutting the leg, and it's going like all the way up, going out of her mouth. Yeah. So so that's why she's fucking bugging out the whole fucking inside. Yeah, it's crazy. It really kind of like shows us how the the stuff the fungus spreads too. Like it, it doesn't just get into the bloodstream or something. It, it literally grows from the bite right. from the bite mark underneath your skin. Until it gets to your brain, that's yeah. like that's yeah. when you finally lose it, and that's that's also why like the bites on your extremities give you a longer time to uh, before you right, before right, it takes right, you right, over. Right. Yeah, the yeah. legs the longest is because it's the longest try. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it has to like you. grow just that much longer. I got you. I got you. But like we were kind of saying, this was a very uh, cool cold open again to set the tone for the episode and kind of just. <laughs> hook you in again you know what I mean if you were fucking paying attention to football all day and now you're kind of excited now I feel like this kind of just fucking grabbed you you're just like hey focus shit's getting intense yeah, you know what yeah. I mean like fucking yeah. throw your phone to the side yeah. shut your mouth I waited till after work the next ready. day I didn't wait I waited till Monday after, like Monday night after work to watch it and I was like yes just immediately fucking glued <laughs> yeah. like I made dinner and like was eating it while watching it I think I just like stopped eating dinner <laughs> like I was just like yeah like Next yeah. you know it's just cold. It's just right. Cold. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I'll put this in the fridge for later, I guess. But I love the cold opens, too. Like, I, I, I love just the scene, like, impactful scene, theme song, and then we get into it yeah. for any show, not just this one. Yeah, this one's yeah. two for two, but I, I, I love those openings a lot. Yeah, I was telling Nick, I'm hoping that they keep doing that, like, keep doing flashbacks. Every, every single episode. Yeah. Give me Maybe a, every get some of, like, episode. the footage from when they actually bombed the city or, like, some of the mayhem that broke out, like, in that first day yeah. and other, and it's, other it, communities. It seems to be, like, progressing that way, too. Yeah. Because, like, the, the very first one is this guy just talking about this being a possibility, and now it is a possibility, so, like, let's... Let's keep going with right. that. You know what I mean? Like, let like next week, let it be another one where it's like... You're going to have that? No, nah, I'll take it. This, uh, like, let it happen where it's just like, let's keep going with this. We just have this story of Joel and, and here, but like, let's show where it's at in different, you know? No, I hear you. If I had the... Well, this is just a total prediction. I have a feeling that episode three, if they do another flashback, it'll be with Bill and Frank. Mm-hmm. Something from like Outback Day, maybe, so then it'll show them like at the beginning of their story because they're gonna. We know that the next episode is the Bill and Frank episode. They showed it. In That's the Nick movie. Offerman. Nick Offerman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Bill. So right. yeah, he's yeah. Bill. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna be a big part of this. Yeah, this so, next episode. yeah. There you go. Get a little bit of their backstory. So I think that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because like um, we know that like from the game, well, from the game, like Joel and Bill like have known each other for a long time from like a grip. But they haven't seen each other in like that long of a time, and it seems like they hadn't seen each other in a decent amount of time, like before Outbreak Day. So there's a falling out, yeah. before this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's something to do with that kind of. But I don't know. I did see rumors online though that this third episode is going to be ba- um, it's going to be like at the 80 minute mark again, like episode one. Nice. It's a long one. <laughs> Feed me more. Yeah, which I could see them like I could see if it like I could see them doing that because kind of almost the same thing with like what Lucas saying with the first episode. This will tell like almost a whole like so, almost a whole story. So almost, hmm. I think this is going to be like the entirety of the Bill and Frank story will be episode three. You know what I mean? Right. They just like, I got you. Okay. Like you, you rarely see you rarely see Joel and Ellie in this. You're saying no, no, no. They'll be there right, right there. Oh, okay. Got it. The flashback. I think it'll be. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, okay. I could see. I could see that. Yeah. It could be something like you guys just said, though. It could be another one of these things that they created with scientists or doctors or something like that. But no, no. I think, no, I think uh, about it. I'd rather see a 
I'd rather see a cold open of a little backstory with them. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Then like, hey, what's going on in And I think Spain? that'd be a good treat for the people that played the game because there isn't, like, you don't, we don't see anything about them really mm. from before now, you know what I mean? But there is some tension there, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so I think that'd be cool for the fans and to they, get a little bit more backstory. And in the game, they don't explain the, the tension? Or, like, you don't find out for a while no, the tension? No, not really. Not really. So, I mean, this is another thing they could make up on the fly. Yeah, yeah. I trust them at this point. Two definitely, episodes in, definitely. Because they, they're gonna they, come up with something on the fly. Uh, they made one big, not change, but they added something that wasn't in the games in this episode that was really big. That I, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be a game changer for mm. the show. So I'm excited to see how that plays out too. Uh, but from the cold open, we go to present day. We see uh, this was a this was a pretty funny scene. I liked it a lot. Like I said, this was a big coming out party. I thought for Bella Ramsey as Ellie. But we open up and we see Ellie. She's sleeping in this you know kind of rundown old building. But again, like I said foliage all around it looked fucking beautiful the sun's shining in i was like this is an awesome shot she wakes up she kind of like turns around over to kind of like get up and shit and fucking joel and tessa both just sitting there like watching her like a hawk fucking guns ready to go like waiting for her to turn yeah, joel's got the m16 in hand ready to fucking yeah <laughs> ready to ready to all blast her. yeah and she's just like almost kind of like she makes like eyes but she's kind of in face she's just like morning like that's it she's right like kind yeah. of proceeds to get going and she goes to get up and joel fucking kind of Shifts his gun a little bit. Just, oh, just, just get up. <laughs> okay, let yeah. me just sit back down real quick. But I was like, this is pretty funny. Right away, pulls out her arm, pulls the sleeve up, and she's like, dude, does this shit look like it's getting any worse? Like, it looks exactly the same, if not healed from last night. You know what I mean? So, Joel and Tess kind of start giving her a little bit of, you know, questionnaire, kind of 21 question kind of thing. Ellie responds again. This All, all these responses in this, I thought were like, Perfect Ellie. She was like sarcastic. The witty as fuck. Witty, yeah. yeah. Just like almost annoyed to be answering such like boring questions almost. I love <laughs> it. Um, we find out that Joel broke his hand beating in that soldier's fucking face in episode one. His hand's all like shaking chronically the whole time. Looks like he had fucking Parkinson's. Yeah. Fucking dude was fucking shaking like crazy. Hairline fracture. Yeah. Um, and even though Ellie's bite, you know, is still looking like the same or even better like I said than it did the night before Joel's not convinced he's like this girl's gonna freaking turn sooner or later and she's gonna try to fucking attack us we gotta bring her back Tess like dude relax we gotta push through like everything's gonna be fine like let's just kinda do this so he's like alright fine but like I swear to god if she does one twitch I'm fucking blasting this girl. <laughs> and sure enough Ellie just, right starts, twitching. just starts twitching out like she's fucking turning into a clicker which I thought was hilarious. Again, I, I said, coming out party for her is this character. She just is so charismatic and likable and funny. and yeah. fucking, She's great. Um, and I love, too, that you know, you can have, like, you know, you could have easily had Joel being, like, this kid is now, like, the daughter figure for him. So he's already, like, emotionally attached to mm-hmm. her. But it, it's a, the, the total opposite. Mm-mm. He's like, no, nah, fucking, like, Mm-mm. I don't trust her. Yeah, no. he's doing everything he can to not get attached, too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's scared yeah. of attachment. He's yeah. scared of it. Which we're actually going to kind of see. We're going to hear a little bit more of that, too, as we get there. But Tessa's going to kind of mention that same thing. Yeah. Um, but this was, like I said, this was a really good scene for her. I, I thought this whole thing was just very funny. I thought she was very witty, sarcastic. Like I said, the perfect thing to make me kind of just fall in love with her all over again, even though I know her so well. Yeah. Um, and then this was kind of a big thing if you're a fan of the games she as we're getting ready to kind of head out for the day and kind of make keep progressing she's like uh, you know can I get a gun the first time she's going to ask that she's going to ask that question quite a few times <laughs> and she's going to hear the word no a lot <laughs> but I thought that was very cute and <laughs> just like fucking absolutely not and then she's just like alright I guess I'll throw my fucking sandwich at yeah, it which is a great, great fucking yeah, line was. so perfect 
Which I thought that was cute too. They she mentioned them. Uh, they were like fucking Joel and Tess were sitting there eating like you know like it's like the hardest piece of beef jerky you yeah. ever saw in your entire life for real. And she's gonna fucking Ellie's just got a big old like, fucking that chicken? nice white bread sandwich. Like, that chicken, <laughs> yeah, yeah Molly was feeding yeah. me good. I don't know if you guys caught it too, but in that um that cold open, they mentioned that the substrate for the fungus was uh was flour or like a bread factory. Okay. Um, and so a couple things on that. One is that in the first episode, they barely missed having like things with flour in them, like four or five times. They didn't have pancakes in the morning. Um, she didn't like the cookies that the lady was making. He, okay. uh, Joel forgot the cake that he was supposed to bring home after work. Yeah, so, like that they intentionally made that uh no shit that's yeah. fucking that's awesome that's yeah. deep like that's that. deep and then um obviously she's eating a bread sandwich which yeah, um yeah. which i don't think anybody else really would be as risky with it so like not only does she have the chicken which makes her special but um like she's also not scared of eating bread just like another another yeah, right. her being um immune, immune. Yeah. yeah 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 that's Kinda cool fucking nice. deep is right that's a yeah. deep cut that's yeah. fucking cool that's, that's on the podcast yeah no shit yep that is very, very interesting. That's yep, fucking so cool. Confirmed because it came from those guys. That that is. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How it happened. Uh, but this was a good scene. I thought this was a good scene for, like I said, the setting of the tone for the episode. We you know we're gonna just gonna kind of keep moving. Ella, fucking Ellie, starting to fall in love with her. She's got the attitude down. Bella yeah. Ramsey's killing the role. You had a little smart, at, like a little bit of smart ass in the first one, but yep. Like you said, this one hit, like you hit the ground running. Oh, she is. I, I would say she's like the definition of a smart ass. Yeah, she is the definition of a smart. Yeah, ass. but smart. She's like like, like oh, you, she, you know yeah. you need me. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're not gonna fucking shoot me. Yeah, and like I said last week too, she kind of works. She kind of works hard to be smart. She's constantly asking questions. She's yeah, like yeah. curious. Kid. Just gathering like she's gathering always, knowledge. Yeah, she's storing always knowledge. looking around and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Um. And sometimes it kind of gets her in, not into trouble. But actually, no, I guess it kind of turned into trouble can be a good, good way to put it. But even like, we're going to get there in a minute, but when she's at the hotel. I was say, you could potentially see her, you, you know, know in like trouble. She's just kind of fucking around having fun. Actually, no, she's got a skeleton. Right. Now, you know what I mean? Um, but we, we head out from where we were sleeping overnight. We see the city in the daylight. The city looks fucking awesome. Again, like I said, HBO smashes out yeah, of the park. You see the budget. Pulling their pants down on this one. Yeah, for <laughs> like, real. Just, yeah. oh yeah, no kidding. Just showing how much money they put yeah. into this fucking thing. Built the world, legitimately built the freaking world, yeah. and we weren't the only ones that were in all watching it. Ellie was in all too because she had never seen it before. She mm-hmm. never left the QZ. She spent her whole life in there, so she just looked around. She was like, "Holy shit!" You know, different from what she's been told her whole life because mm-hmm. she even kind of says it. But she's like, "Yo, like, where's all like, where are all the infected and the clickers and swarms and stuff?" No, like, it's not exactly yeah, not just like that. that. Yeah, you know what I mean, but just absolutely looked beautiful. She kind of um, gives us the first couple hints about uh, clickers too. Like she she asks if. Uh, like are, are there zombies that have their their heads split oh, open and like yeah I got I got yeah. that fucking in my notes as well that was big time foreshadowing yeah. and she said oh, another one bloaters and stalkers oh uh, yeah what's the other one or is uh, that a spoiler like, too much yeah or? so she goes uh she says like the ones that they had their heads split open and they can see in the dark those are stalkers <laughs> okay. but they're like those are kind of actually wimpy ones they're just fucking annoying because like I said they just like lure you into dark tunnels and shit like that they just mm. kind of like jump out at you from nowhere and shit. Cool. The bloaters, though, the first ones that she described, those are fucking big motherfuckers that literally throw like these bubbles of uh, spurs, like kind of like basically like the fungus, like airborne, basically, almost like a like spores, like a water balloon, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, almost like a fucking little like a water balloon of spores, basically. Wow. So when he lobs it at you, it's just like instantly contaminated air. You know what I mean? 
And oh. that's there's one of those guys in the trailer, right? Yes, coming yeah. out of the, the fucking hole. It looks like it looks like a bomb basically went off. Yeah. It looks like him just crawling out of the fucking the hole. So he's just existed for so long that the fungus grew out that much, or is it like yeah. multiple bodies, or like? Yeah, I think it's usually the the way that they, at least in the game, it's usually ones that have lasted basically like the entire time. Like they've been alive for twenty years. You know, what just I mean? keep adding layers. Yeah, <laughs> eating good. Yeah, eating good. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the world looked absolutely perfect. The foliage, the destruction, the bomb. Like they were talking about the bombs that had been dropped as soon as you know the outbreak started happening. You know, the bomb fucking crashes in the street. The cars, like I said earlier, the buildings themselves, everything looked so sick. Um, from there, we're gonna kind of go to a. Tess like, all right, should we go long way, short way kind of thing? And then, actually, Joel's the one that asked. And then Tess is like, well, it's the long way or the we fucking die. You know, yeah, you know these by now. Like, you know if you go in the short way, it, that that's a last case, like, case of emergency. You got to go the short way. Which was perfect, again, for Ellie, because Ellie was just like, based on that limited information, I vote we take the long way. Yeah. <laughs> Not the dead way. Is it, is it like in this, because obviously, like, you know, it's like, you know, in plenty of video games, too, you have that. That like if you go the long way, this is what you have to go across. No, and no, show no, it. no, So this is like yeah, yeah. There's only one. Well, you know, what, you know what I'm path. saying. Like I in video that, games, yeah. you have like you yeah. have that option of going two different ways. Yeah. No, that's one thing about this game that I actually kind of do like because sometimes I like the open world games, but sometimes they just no. Just, just send me the long way. Man. Yeah, you just send me the long like, way. Just tell me where you want me to go. <laughs> just put me down the path. You know. What and I mean? then you you play the long way and you get it, and then you're like, well, shit, I'm gonna run it back and go the short way this time and see how that goes. Yeah. No, no doubt. Um, so we end up start we start going the long way. Uh, we get to that conversation that Luke was just talking about, where there's going to be some foreshadowing. Because Ellie again, very curious, she's constantly asking, you know, where are the infected, where are the clickers. We're just walking in broad daylight right down the street without a care in the world. Like this isn't what I've been told my whole life. So again, showing that curiosity, the foreshadowing. Tess is going to ask her a couple questions, like, hey, is anyone going to come looking for you? You know, you got parents, a boyfriend. She says we find out that she's an orphan. We find out. No boyfriend, which is going to be something that comes up later on down our, our storyline road. That's going to be that's going to be mm. something we're going to be taken hmm. care of. Interesting. Uh, we find out that she's 14 years old, and we also found out that she was bitten at the mall, the mall that she was not supposed to be in. It's completely closed down because it's like it's basically boarded off and shit because it's so heavily like infected. Um, no one's allowed to go in. She ended up sneaking in there one night, ended up getting attacked and bitten, and that's how she got her bite. So, but a lot of information there about yeah. the character. Yep. Some of her answers seemed a little iffy to me, though. Or the at least one. Which one? When uh, she asked her if she was there by herself, yeah, and she she was like, it was a kind of clear the way they shot it, but she like, yeah. good catch, looked yeah. awkward, good yeah. catch when she good said catch. no. And they asked like when they ask her those questions, like she's very like she's got it right away. Yeah, like, no orphan this that and the other, and then they ask her that, and she's like, you know, looks out like the classic like looks off to the side or like yeah, they do a close up on just her face. Yeah, and, like, yeah. yeah. that's a good call, Luke, because that's the yeah. uh, that was the second question that she wasn't being totally. Uh, Totally truthful. Oh, I guess you shouldn't say she wasn't being totally truthful about the boyfriend thing, but she. Yeah, she's still hiding. She bent, it, bent the yeah, truth bent, a little exactly. bit. Exactly, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a good. That's shows, a good call, Luke. Shows her being smart though, and even call. just being able to fool someone like Tess, you know, is impressive too. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, from there, we go to the hotel, which this was an awesome, awesome looking scene, and this was one that they plucked some things from the game from for sure. Uh, quite a few callbacks. As soon as we kind of walk into the hotel, we see that a lot of it's, like, flooded up. And that's where we're going to find out, just like we do in the game, that Ellie cannot swim. She's incapable of swimming, which poses quite a few annoyances throughout the game. A lot of floating boards <laughs> that we have to go out and find to fucking bring her across. Like, we're on the Titanic. It's like yeah, Ashley like, from Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 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 all right, hang on, let me go swim around <laughs> yeah, and find yeah, a fucking yeah. board. 
<laughs> push the board down. Yeah, have walk always. Like, All right, hop on. Let me drag you across. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that was a cute little call, and especially the way that they did it too. She was just like, "Oh, I can't swim," and fucking Joel was just like, "Joel's like, what are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, what do you expect me to do?" Like, well, no, it was funny because the water was only like waist high. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, he was like, "Dude, it's like it's up to here." Do you expect like, me to swim? Yeah. No, dumbass. And then he just, <laughs> just, just like jumps that? in the water. Yeah. yeah. That was good though. I, I like that they this cute little tie-ins like that, little Easter eggs. I love it. I wonder and if then, they're gonna like make any plot points around that, or if they just did that little like fun reference to, to, as like a joke just now. Like, oh, that's a good call. Or are they gonna? Yeah. I could see them doing it like one time, maybe. Yeah, because I don't know. Like you said, it must be something you have to deal with all the time in the game. Not sure if they're just gonna kind of do gonna like have, a joke. He's gonna have Ellie stand there, like you, like yeah. in, the, in the, the TV show, like just stand yeah. there while like Joel's yeah. like running that's, around. Which literally what Ashley does in Resident Evil. Help! He's gonna go. Like, help! Stands there. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they did it like once, maybe. Yeah, I guess just, just like, like stay, just, like just stay here, like, like you stay here. I'll be right back, like something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. There was a couple times though where like you'd fucking be like looking for a board and like shit would happen though, and it would, like chaos would kind of ensue. So I could see like maybe that time being the time actually, mm-hmm. because things go really awry. Uh, but another callback to the game is right from there. She's gonna go over to the front. Actually, she asked Joel and Tess. She goes, did you guys ever stay in a place like this back in the day? And they were like, nah, a little out of my price range. That's direct, like, like conversation pulled right from the game, which oh, is cool. awesome. Then she goes over to the desk, and she starts impersonating, like, a, as you know, as a guest talking to the, the checking count. And she's like, you know, yeah. just kind of being Find funny. a bowl of soup, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, this one I think they kind of did different lines and stuff, but the actual, like, you know, action and all of that was taken straight from the game again. That's something that Ellie does right from the game. So that was cool shit. Loved all of that. I love all the, all the Easter eggs. Was like Joel calling her a weird kid from it too? I think he actually does say that yeah. you're a weird. I think he does say you're a weird kid. Yeah, I that seemed he, like it probably was. I think he does say that. Um, but we're gonna you know access our way through this hotel. We're eventually gonna come across basically a part of the building where like the ceiling has collapsed in a bit and kind of blocking our passageway forward. So Tess is like, all right, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to kind of fucking go around, shift through this debris. I'm going to open up this door, like this doorway that's locked right now from the other side. So this leaves Joe and Ellie alone for their first kind of alone moment, their first little private conversation. And I thought this was a pretty funny moment again. I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, we, right away, Ellie pulls out her knife, kind of just starts throwing that thing around, showing off her knife skills. Not the first like time that. wielding that thing around for sure. Yeah. But she was, so to me, when I saw that, so like she just saw what Joel did at the last episode, right? Where she just beat that dude to death. She, Marlene suggested that these people are pretty fucking capable of some shit. Yeah. So like to me, she starts doing that. She's just kind of almost like, I got it. Fucking, yeah, exactly. I, got it. I can fucking hang, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? I can fucking hang. Yeah. And Joel even acknowledges it. That's a pretty fucking cool knife you got there. What'd you get? She's this the circus, which again, fucking funny. Yeah. The circus. Why'd you learn how to do that? Circus. I like uh, right from there. She transitions, but like she takes like a deep sigh. Like it's gonna. Like she already knows it's gonna be problematic. She's like, "Where are you from?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starts the small talk, yeah. but with like such dread in her voice. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. Uh, we find out Joel, Texas, uh, Tess, Detroit, and she starts asking him a couple more personal. <laughs> That's questions. in Michigan. <laughs> She's yeah, like, "I know, good. I know, it's in Michigan, <laughs> dumbass." I, I thought that was uh, that was kind of like a reference to his daughter. Like, how remember how she kind of. Knew where Jakarta was. Mm. I feel like that could be one little hint, at, like something that'll make me think about Ellie and his daughter being more of a like, same person kind of thing. I could see that. Some of the same feelings. I could see that. There's one moment in this episode that I thought there was a big for me at least. I was like, oh, Jules, Jules feeling the vibes right now. 
Um, but uh, Jill's going to eventually, after she kind of asked him, you know, those simple questions, she asked him a couple more questions. How'd you come to Boston? There was another one. He's like, yeah, no, no more questions about me. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, that's another, another common theme going forward. Joel does not like to talk about himself, his past or his emotions. <laughs> but he did open up a little bit. The tiniest bit. Yeah, she's right. Just, but, but there's a little, there's a little crack there. It's, it's a long walk from Boston to fucking <laughs> yeah, the West right. Coast. So, yeah, right. Yeah, she's got time to chip He could have started right off the start. Where are you from? Like, doesn't matter to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Something, something cold. Yep. Uh, but then she kind of starts asking some questions about infected. Again, like I said, constantly just learning the enemy, learning her surroundings, fucking trying to just fucking keep up. You know what I mean? Learn anything she can. Uh, but that's when Tess shows up. Time to keep on moving. We get to the rooftop. And this is a cool scene. This was the scene I was talking about a minute ago when I said that they introduced something entirely new that's not in the games to this show that I thought was really cool. And I think it's going to add a really interesting dynamic to the show. Um, we're on this rooftop, we're kind of overlooking down onto the street below, and we see that there's a shit ton of infected, like, probably hundreds, maybe even a thousand of them, all out here on, like, this fucking street. And they're all, like, huddled together, like a mass. And Ellie's like, these people, like, they're connected. And Tess is going to be like, more than, more than you know. The fungus that is controlling all these people runs underground, she says, for miles and miles. So these vines that we see that are growing all over the place, this foliage, there's some that are alive, pulsing still, and there are other ones that are really old that there's no hive, you know, that it, it dies. So the ones that are still alive, she's like, if you step on those, it's almost like a notification. It's like a fucking red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone else that's controlled by that part of, like, the fungus, basically, miles apart, she said even, is going to be alerted to where you are. Yeah. Basically say, like, hey, come and fucking get me. Right. So I thought this was cool. So it is. So it's kind of risky, and I think it's, like, the next scene, but is it risky to, like, open up this, like, open it up? Because if it's like, like this is not because if it's game, alive, then you're like, thing. oh fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was right away. Like, this is a risky move by yeah. Joel, fucking cracking this shit open. Yeah, but because if because if it's alive, then it, if it's that long, then yeah, it could have been fucked right then and there. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna make things very very interesting. Just as far as like, I mean, you got to be watching every step you take now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every time you're creeping through anywhere, because you fi- you figure too, like it's it's a gamble because like if it's fresh, then there's there's probably. They're probably nearby. Nearby, yeah, right, definitely. But you gotta, so you gotta know at the same time, like you know, if it is, if it is dead, then you're a little bit, a little bit clear. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, it's or at least uh, more likely to be clear. Yeah. yeah, percentage game. But definitely, like I said, this was a cool dynamic that was introduced that I thought I was like, all right. I get why that, I get why that's not in the game because that would make everything like ridiculously, annoyingly impossible. <laughs> Though I test the fungus, you're like, fuck off. Well, I feel like for show purposes, this could, yeah. Definitely. This could be fucking cool. And I can also see them using it in some, like, cool ways. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, we're in a predicament, and all of a sudden we get out of it. It's like, all right, sigh of relief. And then all of a sudden, just, like, crunch, Step on just, it, like, yeah. Fall. Right. <laughs> all of a sudden, a wave comes But, but it wouldn't be like if you were to step on it, and if it was live, it wouldn't, it wouldn't like, like, dispose something that... I don't think it's so. not like it wouldn't be like gaseous that... That's not the way I took it. Can get no, you on affected. The, uh, on the That's podcast, the they I said that it. they... Got rid of that feature from the game. That like there's, uh, I guess spores. there's spores. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's so, like it's an airborne way to spread it in the game. And you have to wear a gas mask a lot, and uh, they they got rid of that for the show. So yeah. they replaced it with this. <laughs> Pedro Pascal's like, I ain't wearing no fucking gas mask yeah. during this shit. Get well, that out is of it. one thing that like logistically doesn't necessarily make sense from like the video game because right. like it, it's such it's a localized. Airborne, it's, it wouldn't. It doesn't. It doesn't stay in a house. Yeah, right. Or a tunnel like it's airborne. It it's it spreads. Wind yeah. comes. It blows all over. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, it, it necessarily doesn't make sense. If you had to wear a mask, you'd have to wear a mask 
everywhere. Basically, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, for the game, it works. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's not that many right. times. It's usually when you're like in like say sewers, tunnels, shit like that. Really, really old buildings and stuff. But it's not like you know the happening, where it's like right. <laughs> where it's like the trees are yeah. and the pollen spreading it. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, yeah, that'll be completely fucking. That'll be completely cut from the show. But that's like. This, well, Joel's already kind of convinced in the game, at least. Joel's kind of pretty, pretty convinced that it, like Ellie's story is true and that she really is immune. But then there's a part where they end up in the tunnel, and he right away like spores. He like fucking grabs and pulls on his mask, and he like goes through the door. And there's like a couple of like guards, so he starts like talking to Ellie, and he looks at her, and she doesn't have a mask on. He's just like. How the fuck are you breathing yeah, like, shit you in? Yeah. And she's like, I told you, dude, I'm not. Like, I, I can't get it. I'm right. immune. I don't know how many times I had to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, like, really in the game, like, really drives it home for him. You know what I mean? He's like, all right. I, Sold. I, I believe, yeah, yeah. I'm 100% fucking convinced now. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, that'll probably be cut if they're going to get rid of the spores. Yeah. And, and I'm curious to see more, like, the rules of the, that, like, underground neural network thing. Like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I gotcha. Because... It seemed like when they did get signaled, it was when it grew over like that guy's hand, right? Yeah. So it like actually felt a human. Whereas when Joel cracked that thing open, he just kind of hit it with his gun. Like maybe it doesn't need to like actually reach up and like feel a threat or like feel the thing it wants to send all the zombies after. Or yeah, I got you. Like I does, it, you. does it have to like like cons- Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. If a building falls and like touches some of that stuff, then it, is it going to just send every zombie there, or does it have to? Maybe it's smart enough to know what it's feeling, you know. Yeah, no, I got you. I think they probably have to get a little bit more intricate with that. I think they yeah. will. They've been They're going to keep explaining the it. science of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that soldier scene was a little interesting. I almost took it like as like when so when Joel shoots him, which we're going to get there in a second, but when Joel like shoots him, and the fungus kind of like I took it as like the fungus host is dead, so like the fungus leaves him, and like when he leaves, that's almost like the. Like, hey, we just lost a fucking part of our thing, so like, come, come here and fix this kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that kind of message. Yeah, all right, I can see that too. But that's just you know, just fucking theory. Who the fuck? Yeah, same. Um, like I said, we see all these infected, hundreds of them. So it turns out that the long way that we were taking, that was supposed to be the safe route, is clearly fucking blocked. Which means that we now have to take the shortcut, which is through the museum. So right away, as soon as I heard that, I was like, ah, shit, (laughs) ah, shit. Things things don't go good at the museum. Uh, we go right to the museum, and we see right as soon as we get there, the fucking door covered in these vines. But again, dead ones. Joel starts fucking popping them, like we kind of mentioned. And they're all, like, you know, fucking rotten, gross, just fucking fall apart like dust, basically. So we're like, all right. We're clear. Know, this seems like we're fucking good. Yeah. Tess even kind of uh, says that they like they used to use this route back like back in the day all the time. Yep. So we're like, all right, let's fucking let's head on in. You know what I mean? As we're heading through... This is when Ellie, for the second time, she's going to go, you know, I have, like, a spare hand, guys. And they're just like, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah, great, good job. Yeah. <laughs> Take a shit. <laughs> You're not getting a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is good. Uh, we head on into the fucking building. We kind of start looking around, and we're like, all right, you know, we don't hear anything. We don't see anything. Seem, shit seems all right. And then Ellie comes across a fucking a body, a body of a soldier. But this is a pretty recent one. Not yeah, rotten, fresh, 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 sure. fresh death. And fucking... Ellie's, like, looking at it, she's like, you know, his face is all, like, ripped up and shit, and she's kind of like, what the fuck did this, you know what I mean? So, Tess starts coming up with her theories, trying to basically, right away, kind of just trying to push Joel forward, like, onwards. Saying, like, the door the door was open, so maybe yeah. it happened on the outside, and he's hiding there. And, crawled inside. Yeah. Basically just trying to convince Joel to go forward. <laughs> yeah. 
Like I said, she wears the pants in this relationship. Yeah, you, know you can mean? tell. Sometimes Joel just needs a little, a little, a little push. Uh, but that's when he's gonna be like, all right, no fucking talking, like dead fucking silence. That yeah, was just right. like, what about no? Shut stop up! Stop yeah. fucking talking! No yeah. more talking. This was good. Uh, so they start advancing, you know, through the museum and shit like that. Dead fungus again. The the look was so awesome to me. Just the vibe. It was so creepy. Yeah, every step they're taking is with such caution and just like. They're just looking constantly. They see, like, infected, literally growing dead out of the floorboard at one point, which yep. I thought was a sick shot. Yep. All of it, just I, the vibes feel so good. Like I said, it feels just like you're playing the game, but just without the control. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I think I, I, there's no way that there's any fan of the games that doesn't like the show so far. There's no way. <laughs> or anybody. Yeah. I just, I, I just, I don't believe it. I just, I don't believe it. Um, but we get to the top floor of our museum, and then we're gonna have our first run in with uh with our clickers, our first look at the fucking enemy, and this scene did not disappoint, man. This was fucking intense. No, yeah, it was. This guy, you're fucking sitting on the edge of your seat, sitting forward, like holy shit, yeah. man. The noise, the awesome. noises are so good. Yep, so creepy. Yep. We get to the top of the flight of stairs. We advance through the door. As soon as we get through the doorway, what happens? The building behind us. This was this was actually very video game ass. This shit. I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as we advance through the doorway into this room, the whole fucking like, the way behind us just collapses. It's like a it's like a boss itself. fight or something. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah, that's yeah. when you're like, oh man, there's a boss coming shit. or something. Yeah. Reload. Let me take some health. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. figure this. Shit. All right, where the, do we go? Let's the typewriter is there to save. You're like, oh fuck. Like here we go. Yeah. One way out. Yep. Uh, but this was good. So as soon as the collapsing happens, that noise basically fucking signaled to a couple of clickers because we hear the fucking clicking sound just reverberate through your TV for the first time in the series. And it was awesome. Can't recreate it. Can't. I mean, it's <laughs> Can't fucking recreate it. awesome, though. It just sends shivers down your spine. It's like, oh, man, we ain't just dealing with infected. We're dealing with clickers. Like, these motherfuckers are bad, dude. They're fast. They're mean. They are vicious. They'll kill you quick. Uh, one, thing, cool. one good thing about him though is they are blind which we find out same thing in the show Joel keeps that going uh, he tells Ellie same thing we're gonna duck and hide behind some you know some cover here waiting for the clickers to try and pass through and he's like hey they can't see anything they're blind but they can hear fucking really well so there's a lot of times in the game you can try to use stealth and sneak by them if you don't feel like you're, pro- you're probably throwing bottles you know in like a, the Definitely. other corner or something yep. or bottles yeah. and bricks like crazy yeah. in The Last of Us like crazy um but this was awesome. Fucking sure enough, as we're kind of creeping through, we end up stepping on something. Click is freaking sprout out. One of them attacks Joel. Joel gets like a little tussle, tries to light him up with a machine gun. But he's like in a straight up almost in a hand fight with yeah. this fucking thing. So yep. things are looking intense for him. Second one comes busting out, chases Ellie and uh, Tess. So they stop, you know, running around. And this scene, like I said, if you were on the edge of your seat for this, man, I don't know what to tell you. This was intense. Yeah. It just yeah. got me going. Just got the blood going. Yep. Very cool. Very, very cool. The intent, like I mean, the way they shot it too. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I love this the the part where where Joel is, he's hiding behind kind of like a almost like a like a like a display, like a glass display kind of a thing, mm-hmm. and he tucks his flashlight into like his neck. Yeah, but and he starts reloading checking to his see how revolver. much bullets he's got left. Oh yeah. man, that's the best because you know. So in like the game, the revolver is like kind of like you know your heavy gun. That yeah, you, when you're playing a clicker, that's what you pull out. It's got more yeah. firepower. Right, right. You know I mean, but obviously reloading, it's a fucking bitch. Yeah. So. Like, I just was like, oh yeah, it's perfect. It's like yeah. it's coming, it's right there. And I'm, think, I'm thinking, right I'm thinking, I'm thinking too, like he's dropping a bullet, or he's oh, yeah. he's dropping the he's dropping the flashlight. And we're like, oh fuck. Joe doesn't make mistakes. No, clearly not. Oh, yeah, Joe you can tell. Mistakes. 
I mean, you just had, you know, like like you said, like right there. So I'm like, all right, he's dropping fucking something, and that's yeah. how it's alert in the clicker. I thought that was an awesome looking, just an awesome, awesome looking shot. Yep. Oh yeah, the way that they panned away from uh, from the clicker too. So like, the same way that if Joel's not looking around that corner, he doesn't know exactly how close yeah. it is. Yes, right. yes. And then and then they come back to it, and he's right fucking there. Yep. And they and then they can't see or sense the flashlight either. So I thought that was kind of a cool. I don't think they're gonna get a lot of cool shots out of that too, where they. You know, just expose the thing in full light, but he he can't see you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what that's what the the first time you see it, right? Like he's got the flashlight shine right on it. Yeah, that's where you see his face, and he's like, yeah, it's right in your face. He just lets out a screech too at one point, like right on, which is awesome. Um, but then he's gonna let this kind of clicker kind of basically walk away for a minute, so he kind of doesn't hear him. Reloads his gun. He gets over to Ellie. So he's like, all right, Ellie, like on me, kind of thing. Like stay right on my ass. They start creeping through, trying to probably go find Tess and get the hell out of here. Joel now accidentally steps on something. It seems like an old bone or something like that. Let's out a cracking noise, and the fucking clicker just comes launching over the fucking table thing that they're hiding behind. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "Got them both." Ta- he's like, "Got them both tackled." He's got like fucking both Ellie and Joel on the ground at like the same time. And at first, it seems like he's almost kind of trying to get on top of Ellie, but Joel almost kind of wrestles him over to him. Yeah, which showing a little bit of that like. Kind of fatherly instinct for kind sure. of thing right yeah. there. You know what I mean? He's like, this is my fucking kind of problem. Ends up fucking putting a couple of shots into his belly, gets the thing off of him, and then fucking puts a couple into his head. Gangs the scene. Yeah. But then the shots fucking call the other clicker over. So the other clicker comes flying at him. As he comes flying over, though, Tess delivers a hatchet to the head. Yep. That was sick. Yeah. Things just looking around the hatchet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Head, dude. Yeah. That was really cool. That was cool. And then fucking Joel puts that one down, too, with a couple shots. Ding, ding, ding. A couple clickers down and out, though. Uh, and we see everyone, for the most part, is pretty okay. We find out Tess, you know, rolled her ankle a little bit, which if you're me, that means you're dead. You're, you're done in the water. <laughs> Go on without me. <laughs> 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 hey, I've been alive for 20 years. I rolled my ankle. No! no! It's over! <laughs> it's all done for me, guys. I lasted 20 years without rolling my ankle. <laughs> I always knew this was how it's uh, gonna end for me. That electric tape he was using that would not have worked on. No, <laughs> no way. But I'm like, bro, you have to carry me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, and then we see that right, almost in the same spot that she was already bitten in, which is interesting. I don't know if, I don't know if that was just like a weird thing that they wanted to throw in there, or if maybe there's something to it. If maybe that bite, there's a. A smell coming from it or a right. underlying fungi that's in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but some sort of like, like an attraction. Like Yeah. Same thing with the last shot. That that creepy creepy like kiss at the at the end of the episode. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, that was kind of like a I don't know. Like maybe they embrace. Could, maybe like, they could use it too. Like it's like in fucking like you know, Lord of the Rings, he has like the orc fucking the orc sword. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So could it be like if it's lit up then there's kinda of like danger close. True. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It was I just found that a little bit you know, too ironic for her to get hit in the exact same spot. Yeah, that's interesting. But she got caught with a, a scratch or a bite or, you know, whatever have you. And she's just like, hey, you know, if it was going to be one of the three of us, good thing it was me, which that's, I guess, the right mindset to have, you know what I mean? Yeah. But right away, Joel kind of on guard again. Joel just like, I don't know, man. Like, she was fine one time, but what happens if, like, the second time, you know what I mean? Like, what happens if this is the time that pushes her over the edge and now she mutates kind of a thing? Um, But Tess kind of just like, dude, just like, can we just... Can we just be happy we survived? And can we just relax? Like, so let's just move forward, please. Yeah. Like, you're always so fucking negative. He wants to, like, like shut it down now. Thing. And it's like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> for real. We got to keep going. 
man. They were saying in the after the episode too that um a lot of the actors that played the clickers that they're all like avid video game fans of the of the Last of Us games. Oh no shit! And that they kind of like have a good feel for how to move like them and that's awesome. Can even like make some of the sounds and shit. So <laughs> kind of like a cool immersive way to Thank do God it. Bless that is awesome. Like being all twitchy like they are, but like explosively athletic and like, but also. I don't know. It's, it's a cool combo. Just like they're they're so reckless yeah, and like do they go loose, from but, zero to a hundred real yeah. quick? Like you'll like when, sometimes when they're just like creeping around, like they almost look like they're they're like in rock formation. Like it hurts them to move almost. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they yeah. move so slow, but then like the slightest little sound, and all of a sudden it's fucking yeah, yeah. seen bolts on you. you know what I mean? <laughs> or they're weird. like they're like moving like they're not like moving their arms when they walk. It's like they're like shoulders. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're just like. Their arms are just like dead. Yeah. And they're just moving their shoulders a little until, like you said, and they hear. Like freakishly athletic. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> and all of a sudden they're just jumping over tables and shit. You're yeah. like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Even these clickers, these click, like the clickers have been alive for a few years too. They're like pretty mutated as well. That's why, like, their faces, like, their face basically is one huge fungus. You know what I mean? That's why, like, it overgrew their eyes and all of their shit. Are they doing, like, echolocation with the clicking? Like is that? Uh, yeah, that's yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like right. fucking bats, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly cool. what it is. Yeah, it's like the fucking. That's why that sound like reverberates back, and it fucking gets. That's how they're like, trash. Like sonar. So it doesn't necessarily. Yeah. That's the one. Sonar. So you don't necessarily have to make noise. Can it maybe sense you just by? So that that's what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like in the when they very first walk into the room, the three of them are all like hiding together behind, say, like another one of those display cases, yes. and that clicker comes like creeping around the corner slowly, but then it gets right in Joel's face and just like screeches because of like mm. that. Even though they were being silent, he was just like able to fucking use that sonar and just kind interesting. Of, like, mm. So you can still hide as long as your the sound waves aren't hitting you directly because they're behind the case or yeah. whatever. That's cool. I like that. That's also why, like, Seth was actually brought up earlier. That's why, that, like, say, like, bottles and bricks to, like, throw his distractions is such a huge thing. So it's like, whoosh, all right, now I can move freely. Like, my footsteps won't be fucking, because he's making his own noise kind of shit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but, that's cool. Another, another awesome aspect. Yeah, yeah. No, all that shit, they're, like, they're just nailing all of it. They're knocking it out of the park. Um, so we got out of the museum, we get to the rooftop, and this is a really, really cool little scene as far as for the gamers go, because a lot of this was, again, kind of pulled right from it. And we see, you know, Joel's going to be using the electrical tape, like we said, the tape up Tess's foot. And a big thing to use to get around buildings is going to be just these, you know, big, big, huge beams that will lay down, basically, like a little mini bridge. And fucking... Joel's like, yeah, I know it looks fucking scary. I was like, bro, this is a piece of cake. <laughs> Nothing compared to what off. I just dealt yeah. with, yeah. Just blows right over it, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then uh, we see that we're at the the state house. We see the state house like in the distance, and we see Joel and Ellie like looking from the back, like right at the state house, which is a shot taken right from the game. And then you know she says the whole hell of a view thing, which again taken right from the game. Yeah. But awesome, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Again, I mean, I know I'm a huge fan of the game, so I'm a sucker for all their Easter eggs. But I, I've told people this time and time again, I feel like this is some of the best storytelling on any media platform. So. I love that they're not going too far away from, you know, the actual story. No, it's good. Yeah, they're giving you a good homage. Yeah. Giving you an homage if you play the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one of the cool thing I was talking to you before about it, Nick, was uh, the showrunners were saying they didn't want the actors to watch the scenes that were going to be used directly because they they wanted them to have their own take their own on take. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they are, they are really similar, but they they kind of have a little bit of differences too. Yeah, I thought that was probably probably a smart move. Yeah, you don't want to be like imitating the. Yeah. No, you wanted to come much. come off a little more natural. Yeah, exactly. I'll still there's gonna I I would be shocked if anything in this show 
is like as perfect frame for frame as Sarah's death was. I still can't get over it like two weeks later, two and a half weeks later. Mm. It was like I said, I've played the game now like I don't even know five times. It moved me the first five times I played it. And then when I watched it last week, I was just like, oh my God, it's somehow so much sadder all over again. <laughs> like it's real people now. And just like her whelping, unable to get out a single like word at all. And Joel just like, I know, I know, I know. And he's just... Even as he's trying to pick her up, she's almost trying to lift herself up to go with him, even though she's literally just in so much pain. It crushed me. Fucking Brutal. crushed me. It Brutal. fucking crushed me. It was so it was like but like I said, it was so perfect as far as how, how the game did. It was the exact, exact same. It was awesome. Um but it's time to keep moving forward. Tess is like, all right, let's you know, let's keep it moving. Let's head down this ladder. Ellie, you know, all right, Ellie, keep it moving. He goes down, she goes down right after Tess. And then this was that quick little spot that I was talking about where I thought Joel started really showing signs that there's some connection between her and Sarah because right after she starts climbing down the ladder and they just had this cute little moment looking at the state house together, he looks down at his watch that we've seen from episode one that she had fixed for him on, on his birthday. So it's just kind of like he has he's having a little, a little time to you know reminisce and think about his daughter and how Ellie kind of reminds her of him, the, you know, the same thing a little bit. It's going to start building. You can tell Definitely. that their connection is going to start building big time. Definitely. He's Definitely. fighting it, but can't, can't avoid it. Yep. yep. He's yep. doing everything he can to not get attached because he knows he, he might have to kill her or he, he might, might just lose her, her anyway. Again. Right, yeah. Whether it's losing her or being the one who has to put her down. But Yep, exactly. Or even if they get to where they're going, that just like, all right, so I'm going to just drop you off with the fireflies and then yeah. see you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And she's literally like... Jesus Christ, she's the savior of like the human race. You know? Exactly. <laughs> like, the chosen one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then we go to what is going to be our last scene here. So we're going to close things out for this episode. This was a crazy, crazy ending. This was kind of what I was hinting at last week when I said I thought shit might get pretty wild in episode two, if I'm right. We get to the state house, and we see that there's a firefly truck out front. Uh, Joel's going to go and kind of investigate it, snoop it out. Turns out the truck's completely empty, no soldiers in it. So we're like, all right, what the fuck's the deal here? What's going on? There's no one in the truck, no driver, no one in the sh- no one watching the truck. This is, you know, kind of weird. Ellie notices some blood leading into the building. So she's like, yo, well, fucking, something must have gone on in here. So that's when we're going to enter the state house. And we see that all the Firefly soldiers are all dead. Turns out that one, yeah. Turns out one of them got bit, got sick, kind of turned on the others. Next thing you know, every gun stopped blazing. People start shooting each other. And next thing you know, everybody's dead bad so now it's kind of like all right what the fuck do we do this is the whole point here is we were supposed to be bringing ellie to them to drop off we were going to be getting our truck our battery and our guns to go and find tommy well now what are we going to do so joe's like yo it's time to fucking go back home like this shit's done like, there's nothing else for us to do yeah, we, we failed yeah that's yeah. it like, what, what, what can we do yeah so not even yeah we were talking about failed right dead. Yeah, so like, yeah, fa- fa- you know what i mean failed was a bad way of saying it but yeah like Maybe if the truck, maybe the truck that they drove there in still works, so maybe we'll have a truck and a battery. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's like best case scenario. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but fucking right then is when when things are gonna start kind of getting intense. Intense. Uh, Tess is like, nah, you know, it, it, I'm not going back. There's no more going home for me. And another line plucked right from the game. She goes, "Our luck had to run out sooner or later." And as soon as she said that, Joel's kind of a little confused, and Ellie gets it right away. She's like, "She's fucking infected. She got bit." Joel, you know. Almost doesn't just believe it. Even even though he knows it's true, he like doesn't believe it. He's like, let me see the fucking thing. And sure enough, as soon as he sees the massive bite on her neck, he's like, fuck. But Tess, being the smart girl that she is, she's like, dude, look at this. Like, this is from, 
you know, three hours ago, and it looks like my fucking neck's about to burst. Yeah, right. This girl's gotten bitten twice, yeah. and it, it's healing. I'm not the like, chosen this one. This is the real yeah, deal, you know what I yeah. mean? So she convinces him, like, hey, you gotta, you got to keep bringing this girl. you got to keep bringing her west. She's like, bingo. She even says, you know, promise me, bring her to Bill and Frank. She also mentions kind of what I was saying earlier that Joel's got some commitment issues because she even said, like, she, I think she said something along the lines, like, he never really wanted to get too attached to me kind of a thing. It's like, again, he's scared of losing somebody else after he lost Sarah. Yeah. And clearly, you know, him and his brother Tommy had a fallen out, so he kind of lost his brother too. Yeah, right. So he doesn't want to get attached to anybody, including Tess, even though they have a bit of a relationship. Um, you know, bring her to Bill and Frank. They'll take care of it from there. And Joel's, like, fucking kind of torn for a minute, but then the instincts kind of take over. And uh, as he's kind of, it seems like he's getting ready to a fucking soldier, one of the dead guys, pops up, comes to come, you know, comes back to life. Joel pulls out his gun, puts it down real fucking quick, and when he puts it down, the zombie like goes dead. But like we were kind of talking about earlier, it, it falls dead like on a patch of that fungus on the ground. Mm. And when it does that, it seems like what we what we learned earlier that the fungus almost sent out like a notification to all of the fucking nearby fucking infected. It was like, hey. Come food, yeah, yeah, you know right. I mean? Life. So sure enough, Joel goes over to the door and he's just like, "Shit!" Like they're all coming. We have like a minute. Tess acts quick. She starts popping the canisters off the gasoline. She's getting ready to blow this place the fuck up. And she's like, "Hey, like it's time to go." Sure enough, Joel does what he has to. He grabs Ellie. Ellie doesn't want to. She goes kicking and screaming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's again, loyal cat. Ellie's a loyal, loyal yeah. cat. Um, but they go away, kicking and screaming, dragged out the door. Yeah, pretty brutal that they can't even like embrace or like hug. You know, like they no. they clearly have a bunch of love for each other, but not only do they have no time, but he doesn't want to get infected. No, for he sure can't, not. Obviously, couldn't kiss her. Uh, just kind of like brutal for him. But a lot of it's like you said that he just refuses to get to that point with people as well. Yeah, after the, the even though it's been twenty years and shit, but I mean this world. Anybody you've probably ever gotten close to anyway now, it's probably lost them too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now that he's lost so much, it's just avoidance at all costs. Like I said too, his his emotional detachment. He like doesn't he doesn't ever process his emotions, which I don't know if that's something that we're gonna deal with too in the show. But like there's constant times where Ellie's just trying to just ask him, just be, not basic, but just trying to like get to know him and just and he just won't have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just like won't let like the guard down. Just won't won't let himself open to another human. You can tell in the prologue too. He's like they show him at the camp, and he's like literally just fucking dumping. Like there's like he has like a kid in his arm. Yeah, he's just like dumping Detached. bodies in yeah. the fucking fire. Like yep. yeah, he's just numb. It has yep. to be detached to survive, kind of thing. That's yeah, it's true. It definitely yeah. is true. I mean, yeah, the next day he was going to shovel shit. It's just like if you're actually thinking about all the things you're doing, you're just going to fucking kill yourself. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Um, but so that him and Ellie, like I said, he's going to drag Ellie kicking and screaming out the back door. Tess has knocked over all these canisters of gasoline. Next thing you know, the infected stop flooding through the front door. And as she's getting ready to blow this place up, of course, in typical fashion, her light is not working. She's fucking hitting this thing a billion times. And while she's doing that, one of these infected kind of starts sniffing her out. They come on over to her, and he, like, basically tries to start making out with her. You can tell that he can... And there's got to be something there as far as the fact that she was already bitten. That he could, again, it's, it's a smell or some kind of a signal through the brain or the fungus or something like that. Yeah. But it seemed like... Because he didn't, like, attack her. You know what I mean? He didn't go out at, like, 100 miles an hour trying to, like, bite her or eat her or anything like that. He went over to her so, like, calmly and then just, like... You know, like I said, basically started trying to make out with her. And you see the fungus start trying to go into her mouth and shit. But it's like, he had... You know what I mean? He had yeah. to really sniff that out. Like, you're like me kind of a thing. Was this different? Or this kind of reeked of something that was just like, it was more of like the cinematography of it. 
than what it was that was accurate from the game. This was a little bit different entirely. Uh, Tess like does die in the state house right here, but it's a little bit different. Rather so it's not anything effective. like that. Uh, soldiers like are right on our heels. Yeah, and she's just like she's like I got fucking bit, dude. Like I'm gonna try to give you guys some fucking time to like I'll hold them off so you guys can go ahead. Right. So like sacrifices herself more than. I mean, yeah. She still does in this, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Like I said, this one reeked. It wasn't like like cheesy or anything, but you could tell it was like they seemed like they were doing their own thing with like the like cinematography of it and yeah, yeah, yeah. making it a little bit more like you know poetic. Yeah. I think they wanted to do something too. Is after that they introduced that theory of the whole fungus being on the ground and being able to communicate. I think they wanted to show a little bit of sort of how it worked in the same episode. Yeah, that too. Yep. So it seemed like it made more sense to do it with the infected. Yep. Uh, it also gave us a look at, like I said, there's a difference between the infected and the clickers. Obviously, they're a lot different, but we get a look at both of them and shit. Yep. Uh, I thought it was good. I, th- I, I, I it was gross. As soon as that freaking cl- uh, infected went over to it and started, you know, yeah, like ew, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah. So you think it's? Uh, I wasn't sure if it was just because she wasn't struggling or running away, but you think it's, it's more that it, it could be that too. But I, I do. I especially just because we we keep talking about it like it's like this living, breathing thing. You know what I'm saying? Almost like with a mind of its own. Yeah. I just feel like they had to have been able to sense each other somehow. You know what I mean? I think it could be because in the in the podcast too, the guy mentions that there is like it almost has like a love. Like I don't know. It's like its need to reproduce is its form of love. Yeah, I got you. And so that that's kind of like how we got to that point with that scene. Yeah, even so, like uh, like, like I get what you mean. One of my favorites is World War Z there, but like so basically like that one, Brad Pitt ends up just injecting himself with like a different like some kind of a virus basically, and it works as like a camouflage basically at the end of the movie. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like the the infected are just like almost sniffing out like good health in a way. You know what I'm saying? So once you're cool. infected with something, it's like oh this guy's like me. He's fucking sick too. You know what I mean? So right. move on to the next part of the army. Yeah. Cool. So that's kind of the old, a similar vibe, you know what I mean, to what I got in that. Um, but then, you know, we, we kind of see Tess is able to, while she's getting, unfortunately, some, some fungi down the throat, she's able to get the, <laughs> get the lighter off and uh, send friggin' fire to the state house, blow up the place. And we see Joe and Ellie outside, just kind of watching from the distance. And Joe kind of starts hitting the road first, which I thought was a good showing of these two characters and how they deal with things. Joel's just quick to not deal with it and just move on and just keep moving and not process things. Like, all right, let's just keep, let's just go. Gotta. We're going to Bill and Frank's. Yeah, you got it. Well, Ellie stays around for a second, kind of just staring and just kind of like longing a little bit. Like, fuck, I liked her. I was, she was, she was the one of the two of you guys that wasn't a total dick. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then she kind of does a nice thing where I like, she turns and looks towards Joel who like walked off screen and she's just, you can tell like her thoughts just like, fuck like now it's just stuck with this, this asshole. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm stuck with this guy. Yep. But a great fucking great ending to the episode. I thought great, great. I thought this was an awesome episode as far as building the world and like I said, falling in love with Ellie and Bella Ramsey's performance with her. I thought this was a really, really solid second episode. Yeah. And it was like emotionally because like I said, you had much more of a I don't say like a mother daughter kind of like bonding thing, but you know, I thought Tess was kind of taking on that like motherly role mm-hmm. for Ellie. Versus, versus Joel softer, still being cold. Yeah. More emotional still. So you had that, that relationship building a little bit and it's just... Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, eh, take it away. They, that's one thing that I did like about this show. Even though she did just pass away at the end of the episode, they did definitely um, like extend her character in this show more though, more so than in the game. Yeah. But it also wasn't like a... You know, it wasn't like a good cop, bad cop kind of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Where like Joel's a dick and she's just like being sincere. Like you can tell she wants to take on more of that like motherly role and 
yeah. be a little bit more. So it's like I said, it's not just the generic Joel's being a dick, so she's got to be nice. So like I said, that relationship was building, and it was they took it from us. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm looking forward to the uh, the preview for episode three. Like we found out, is going to be the Bill and Frank episode, which I think is going to be. I think this one's going to be like a, a good time. It's going to be definitely crazy and a little, still a little sad at some points, but. And this is going to be a crazy one as far as uh, some action, I think. Nick Offerman's such a weird role for me yeah. in this, like, serious it stuff. It is. So. It is strange. I think he can pull it off. I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to like it, but... Bill is and, a bit of an odd to duck, too, which I feel like is good for Nick Offerman, because he is kind of an odd duck. Yeah, he's just I mean? he's fucking Ron Swanson. Like, that's yeah. all I can fucking think yeah. of. You can, <laughs> I'll tell you I this. had to tell myself going here, I'm like, don't call him Ron Swanson. <laughs> like, it's fucking Nick Offerman, and that's it. Oh, so you're gonna. Uh, I bet you it was like by his his performance too. You're gonna tell that Bill's character wasn't exactly all there before. Couple screws, couple screws yeah. loose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was already a little bit, uh, a little bit of lost the whiz. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this one. I think there's, like I said, I think there's gonna be some more action in this, and there's gonna be some good storytelling though too. I'm interested to see what they do with it, and I think that after, I think. Boy, after this third episode, I think is when things are really gonna start getting more and more intense. Things are more and more intense. More yeah. than one. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? There's one episode that I'm. There's one two episodes that I'm on the edge of my seat. Fucking nuts, man. There's gonna be one episode that I'm looking forward to big time. That'll be coming later down the road. It's Fuck yeah, then. Heavy, heavy Ellie episode. But this show's so far, man. Uh, I can't really say a bad thing about it. I mean, people are loving it. I, that's that's what makes me happy. Is that it's not just me, and it's not someone that's just too close to it. But even, like, you know, people that haven't played the game. My mom watched the first episode. My mom, she was like, that was so sad. It was really good. I was like, yeah, get re- just yeah. just get ready because it's going to be a lot of sadness the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even she liked it. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's it's really good, man. And you can tell, like we've kept saying, HBO put the fucking bank behind this show. And it shows, yeah. man. All the chips, chips were in on this one. You know? No, no cheesiness, no cheap looks at all. I can't wait for episode three. We'll be watching it in New Hampshire. At least I, I know I'll be watching oh, yeah. it in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> yeah, wait. fuck the football games. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait, baby. I'm excited. Especially if it's going to be another 80-minute one. It's going to be a banger. I'm very, very excited. Uh, but do you guys have anything else for uh, this week's Last of Us? Luke, you got anything else? Seth? Uh, no. no. I think we covered a lot of good shit the, here. Like um, you said, it's not one thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, well, th- there was this. Like, Nope. No. I, I got nothing. Yeah, nailed the clickers. Nailed the city. The destruction. Bella Ramsey's killing it right now. Joel is gonna. Joel's time to shine is gonna be coming soon. Once he lets his guard down a little bit, I think Pedro Pascal is really gonna shine. Right now, he's just kind of being the you know he's just tough, the hard ass, ass clothes. Yeah, has to be. be. But that's how it's gonna start. And uh, once those onion peels start coming off, I think he's gonna shine like he always does. I love Pedro. But Ram, I said Bella Ramsey, man, to me, fucking killing it, just killing it. Killing it. Yeah, I don't understand the hate. I saw she got some like hate. Really? Going into it. I don't know why. Oh man, see, I, I can't even see that. I feel like I said, I feel like I'm falling in love with her all over again. This yeah. her portrayal. It's a little bit different, but it's it's still the the core of it is still the same. Yeah, for sure. You, you can know tell. What I mean? But uh, I can't wait. Episode three, Sunday night. We'll be back here next week after our nice little ski trip to talk about it. Though we got a couple of other things on the agenda. There's that new uh, ne- new Netflix movie I want to check out there with Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I was I thought it was uh I thought it was already out. I was trying to this watch week? it. Is it this week? Yeah. I think it's I think it's this week. 
can't think of the name of it. But I can't either. They were showing previews for it. And I was like, oh, is it out? And then I put it on Netflix and it wasn't. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's this week. I think it might be Friday. Usually the Netflix movies are on Friday. So maybe that's something we can check out this weekend maybe, Luke. We're usually looking for a movie to toss on or something like that. I'm down. Uh, before we close things out, free recommendation for you guys. This one is specifically based on my pure love for this movie and the fact that me and Luke are headed north this weekend. If you haven't seen... <laughs> if you haven't seen Out Cold, then oh, do yeah. yourself a favor and go and watch it right now. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time. Zach Galifianakis before he was Zach Galifianakis. Kevin Ball before he was Kevin Ball. So many great people in that movie. One of my absolute favorites. I watch Roy. it every single ski trip up north. I laugh my ass off. Office if you're Roy. a skier or a snowboarder, you got to watch it. <laughs> got to watch it. It's a winner. What was it? I said, oh, you got Roy from The Office in there, yeah, too. Roy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, going back to it, it's called You People, and it actually dropped five days ago. Oh, it dropped five days ago? Yeah. Oh, all right, perfect. So it dropped on, right. uh, it was a Saturday when it came out, so it right. should be out. And just a quick couple of th- quick things I was saying, people are raving about it. Like, one guy said that this is the funniest thing Netflix has ever came up with, so. Interesting. All we, right. I we mean, shall Jonah see. Hill is hilarious, so. Yeah. I love Jonah. Yep. So, yeah, maybe we'll review that next week. We'll have episode three of The Last of Us, so check those things out this week. Uh, as always, thank you to Mr. Luke Kleinen on the ones and twos, baby. Couldn't be here without you. You got it, baby. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. And it's my co-host this evening, looking sharp as ever, Mr. Seth Rogers. I'm sure we'll be catching up with you very soon. Yep. Appreciate uh, you. You boys have fun up north. And, yeah, we got some catching up to do when you come back. Yeah, thank you. Thank Missouri. you. It's a shame that you're not going to be there this year. Oh, wait, excuse me. It's a yeah. shame you're not going to be there this year. Usually the big group trip. Your parents are going to be up there with us. We're I know. Have a good time. It was an 11-day cruise, New Hampshire trip. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just I hear you. I hear had you. To. Bachelor party coming up. I hear you. A lot of trips. A lot of trips. Um, but we will talk to all of you guys next week. As always, please, please remember to share the show around on your channels. Subscribe to our channel, especially on YouTube. Uh, like, comment, review, all of that. That helps us, and we want more eyeballs on the show. It's the only way we're ever going to grow, and that's what we're trying to do here. We've been doing this for a long time now, episode 21. So it's time to start getting the growth moving, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and like I said, 100, uh, 100 subscribers on the YouTube page, two $40 gift cards to the AMC Theater, to two lucky listeners. We're going to do a live raffle right here on the show. We got our Oscar show coming next month, later in February, so we're going to be giving more details out about that You know, in the next coming weeks. But that's going to wrap it up for us here tonight. Thank you as always. Happy listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody.